to talking gaming and tech. Although this week it's not so much tech. <laughs> very very slow news. It, it's 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 mostly gaming and pop culture because we got some very fun pop culture. And the pop culture that we actually have is about movies besides one trailer we're going to get to. Everything actually is very retro in a way, which is nice because we're going to lead up to Retro Expo, uh, which is actually coming at the end of this week. Friday we're leaving. Saturday, Sunday, Retro Expo. Yep. Which um, means D&D is next week. So, yeah. <laughs> I have to be excited about something, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but this week we have, obviously, a very nostalgic kind of week. Because we're also going to get into the Retro Pocket 2 Plus. And there's also a number. There's like a bunch of cool handhelds actually coming out. Uh, like the RG55 2 and the Pow Kitty a20 and the yeah, there's, a, there's a bunch they they uh there's a, a leak of an image of the the next uh ember nick one that's kind of like a game it doesn't look as nice as yours though but well that's just because the wood grain because they w- did that special edition wood grain one which they had to buy when i saw it yeah yeah <laughs> uh no but the other arm amber the rg 55 2 actually looks really nice so hmm. I, I might actually get that um and i'm actually supposed to be able to play gamecube games so yes that yeah that's that game that Grim it's hate, like uh, one like... game cube game on there worth playing. And what game would that be? Fantasy Star Two. <laughs> yeah, but that's not really a GameCube game. Oh well, there you go. Let me see. GameCube game that isn't hot trash. Oh, you know what? None, because there are no raw RPGs that aren't hot trash on that thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Final Fantasy Crystals was like terrible. <laughs> like oh. I, I would say, except for the Zelda games, obviously, yeah. and the Mario games. Like when well, Nintendo well, didn't have, wasn't too bad. There was a time when Nintendo didn't have any third party support, and during that time, they sucked. Hmm. The only thing worth getting was their games, and then everything else was just crap. Yeah, so well, and obviously, we're gonna get into that story. We also have news about how crazy, how big the population is in League of Legends, including the upcoming Netflix series Arcane, which is based on. I'm not excited because it's based on the wrong characters. Hmm. Like, I don't care about Jinx as a character at all. And Netflix has a gaming service they're going to start with the mobile app. So, not really video games? (laughs) Because they're mobile? Uh, Mobile games are not real games. (laughs) And obviously we're going to get into the good, the bad, the ugly with the N64 emulator that is on the Switch now. Hmm. No mercy's not on it. That's so, all the bad. Yeah, but that ugly. would like I got into a conversation with a coworker of that because that's one of his favorite games too, and he said he said it would be awesome. But like the the fact that how much they would charge Nintendo, they would have to like triple the price of the service. Because, yeah, I know, I know, I know it's not going to come out. Yeah, but it's sad though. Uh, Why? Just, like if they've made the game, they should own all the rights and everything to it after the release. It's just not how it works. I know. It's it, sh- it should be. Once you, you know, once the game comes out, you already paid the people. Yeah. It's but, done. It's ours now. We're going to republish as much as we want. You can go fly a kite. Yeah. Uh, and, well, the fact they wouldn't want it being called WWF. What do you got? Yeah, WWF No Mercy. Uh, yeah. Which is. It'd yeah. be We No Mercy. Yeah, it's so <laughs> stupid. So, so stupid. Fucking. Oh, I don't know. WW shit, no shit. See. Like, I don't like, I don't care for wrestling. I don't like wrestling. But that whole thing was retarded. Yeah. The whole yeah. WWF, WE, that was just dumb. That was just... That, yeah. Hey, dude, talk to, the, talk to the pathetic people at the Wildlife Preserve that were like, 
we're not popular. We're going to make you change your name. <laughs> yeah, that's about what happened, what it came down to. Oh. Like, nobody cares about you. Nobody cares about you at all. <laughs> Sad. Anyway, <laughs> those are the stories you have We're PETA. No one cares about PETA. Oh. <laughs> Except PETA Griffin. <laughs> on, the on the tech side we're gonna get into a movie i couldn't i would never if you asked me even yesterday that this movie was going to be made i would have been no that ain't happened uh the great outdoors 2 wait what um wait what, so, excuse me what did you just say the, the great outdoors 2 uh, i'll be right back <laughs> anyway so the one thing that uh it's a really re it's reason why I say ask me yesterday because literally I had a okay I got the second vaccine and I felt like absolute dog shit for like <laughs> 24 hours or more suck I still don't feel completely correct but that's right um I literally sat and fucking watched like John Hughes movies and shit and Night Court and shit like all day uh and didn't do anything pretty much um and I was yeah the Great Outdoors obviously is a John Hughes movie okay so um I just rode a roller coaster of emotion. <laughs> because I went out and told Aaron that the Great Outdoors 2 was coming. And then I went, oh, yeah, John Candy's dead. And I realized it's going to be shit without John Candy. Nope. And anything they do well, to reference him will be shit. Well, okay. So, yeah, we'll get into that. And but... if they hire, which it's Hollywood, so they'll hire some giant fat chick like Melissa McCarthy <laughs> to fill in the role of John Candy. And she's nowhere near as talented, so it will just be bad. Well, okay. So the good news about it is Dan Aykroyd is writing the script. I he wrote the script for that other movie and that movie was shit what movie uh god fuck it's got <laughs> it's got chevy chase in it it's got chevy chase in it i don't even know what you're talking about there's a lot of movies with chevy chase in it. he's like quite a celebrity <laughs> nothing but trouble i think it's called yes nothing but trouble one oh. of the worst movies in the history of movies oh wow. uh, they're kind of saying that eternals is but yeah, Eternals is kind of up there. Um, Dude, yeah, no, um, no, don't you know? Eternals is being review bombed. It's not bad. They're just mad that there's gay people in it. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Anyway, so. Even look, dude, have you, did you see the. I, I just brought up the poster, and the poster looks like a, like a cross eyed idiot boy with one finger drew this. Yeah, anyway. it's, it's horrible. They look so stupid and weak. So, anyway, we're also going to get into. Uh, <laughs> So Andrew McCarthy put out a book about the Brat Pack in the 80s, and they're actually turning it into a documentary, which is going to be really cool. Those are also a bunch of John Hughes movies, which is what I said. Hey, well, eat yesterday. my shorts, Nate. Eat my goddamn shorts. <laughs> um, <laughs> and obviously the other thing we're going to get into, me and Grim, are going to get into the the final Wheel of Time trailer before the TV series. It was shit. The final Wheel of Time trailer. It, so, it, it, was, it, it was depressing. So. As I've said multiple times, and Nate will be stubborn and disagree with me because he's Nate, but every trailer makes it more and more obvious that they're trying to convince people that Moraine is the lead character because they probably made a deal to get that girl on the show because she's a big-time actress. And the deal was, you're the lead role. Yeah, but who was on the Every... Who, who was on the book? She's not the lead role in the book, dude. I know, I know. If but... you actually pay attention to the book, she plays a, 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 a significant role in the first first book. But she's still a supporting character. Oh, yeah, yeah, And then yeah. her character role slowly fades as you get further in the series. Well, yeah. They have made, and I know this because I have friends at work who are like, oh, that Wheel of Time looks cool. 
And I'm like, have you read the books? And they're like, no, I'm excited to see a, a show about three strong women. And I'm like, that's not what the goddamn books are about. No. Okay, wow. but the one thing you can't... They have tricked people, no, Bazinga. No, it's but, no, freaking but, disgusting. Like, but the thing is, though, so the one thing, obviously, you heard, everybody's heard the saying, you don't judge a book by its cover. But unfortunately, with fantasy books, fantasy books are severely judged by their cover, period. Um, that's just how it is. Um, and if you take like a trailer to a TV show or a movie as the book cover... Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The book cover for Eye of the World had was Moraine. So he he's he try he's trying to defend him <laughs> so hard because he's got a he's got a scent for it. It no no from the minute you start that book, it is clear that the three boys are the main characters. Within like five well, seconds, yeah. within no within like ten pages because they explain to you. That they've all ran into this dark man that's given them the creeps, but they don't know who he is. They keep they've seen him and it's creeping them out. They he blatantly points out that those three are the main characters of the story right off the bat. And yeah. these trailers have literally made you believe that Moraine, Egwene, and Nynaeve are venturing around with two boys following them from behind. They haven't even mentioned the boys' names, but they've said the oh. names of every other female I, character on the And we'll get into that when we get to the topic. Exactly. <laughs> that is the topic. We're going to go all one hour on this shit. <laughs> anyway, so that'll be the second half after the end of the podcast. We're going to get into Retro Rolex. Well, before we leave, uh, all the final details and whatnot. So that'll be fun. Don't just guarantee. You can't guarantee something like that, man. You hope it will be fun. <laughs> It'll be fun. It'll be great. Haven't been to a convention in two years, so yeah. Well, a year and a half, something like that. What know. if you get there and the electricity is broken and you can't convention? Then it's not too fun. I have flashlights. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was great. I saw a post uh, on Reddit yesterday. It was about uh, Gen Xers. It was like. It was like the one generation I would never want to pick a fight with. <laughs> it gave all the reasons because it was like we were the last generation, like me and Grimm's generations, to really go. Our parents were like, uh, basically, I, my mom, if she was clean, she'd be like, get out of the house, go play with your friends. Get out of here. Come back in dinner time. And that's how it was. No. Yeah. Uh, here's here's the thing, though. It, someone saying that, and I know it's supposed to be a joke, but someone saying that is someone who doesn't know anything about real generations. Because if you think we're tough... I would like to introduce you to the greatest generation from World War II, <laughs> as they will literally break every bone in your body with one finger. All right. I'm not going to get into that because I think they're shit. But <laughs> <laughs> Anybody who says that about the generation that was willing to go and fight a war and die for the freedom of people that they didn't even know really has no understanding of the world and is incredibly ignorant. It doesn't matter what kind of terrible people they were on the outside and in the world they lived in because that whole world was terrible back then. They yeah. still did something that a million dollars wouldn't make you do. You wouldn't step up and take a bullet for any defenseless person. And you yeah. turn around and say something like that about them, you're disgusting. Yeah, it's it's called brainwashing, but we'll get on. To it's else. not brainwashing, dude. <laughs> it's called brainwashing. It's literally <laughs> like if Hitler broke into Bazinga's house and said, I'm going to kill Bazinga, and you went, yeah, I'm cool with it. Anyway, so move along because I don't want to get in a fight with my best friend over shit, and I'm about to drive to Bazingas <laughs> and beat the fuck out of you <laughs> for saying such incredibly ignorant shit about something like that. Anyway, you're gonna shit on the 9/11 people next. If you want me to. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Terrible. 
So our first topic here is uh, with. So I had no clue. This many people like. I obviously I know League of Legends easily the most popular esport um, out there. So, and obviously this topic leads into I guess like there's been like comments. Oh, there's what do you call it? Such a like comments like oh it's a dead game kind of thing, right? Um, 180 million players. They had more active users playing League of Legends than playing on Steam. It's a lot of people. The, uh, the entire platform of Steam. Like, that's a lot of people. When people like their game, they like their game. People are not, ignorant. I just... I can't play the same game that often. Like, even with Call of Duty, I get tired of it. I want to play something different, you know? Well, it's like a sport, though. That that they're yeah, yeah, like, well, they're the reason why you can, the reason why the reason why you can't play Call of Duty that much is because Call of Duty doesn't feel like a sport. They've made it into a sport, but shooters don't feel like sports. They don't they don't feel anywhere near balanced and fair half the time. That's the problem with shooters; like they feel broken on a constant basis. But League always feels like the same because it feel it's designed to be like football. If the rules never change. Just how you play the characters change. Mm-hmm. And that's how you just have to look at it that way and understand, like, there are people who will play a sport every day of their life until they die. Well, yeah. Well, that's yeah, basically these... how it is with League. Yeah, and, like, League has been, has what, it took over the most watched sport on TV, like, three, it was like three or four years ago. It took over, it has more viewers than the most popular Worldwide, sport. Worldwide, it has more viewers than the, than the than Super soccer. Bowl. Well, no, soccer is the most viewed thing in the world. Uh, the World Cup is the most viewed thing in the world. And League of Legends took it over <laughs> as the most viewed sport in the world. So that's pretty crazy. How, like, what were they watching? What do you mean? Uh, worlds. Uh, worlds. What's Worlds? It's the final Worlds tournament. is like the, the big final tournament. And they had it exactly when the final. The, no, no, the, no, no. Just no. They per, just keep per, track of the the metrics for people. Oh, 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 oh. The, the so it wasn't at the same time. I mean, time. let's be real. It probably it probably didn't take FIFA over because they have they can't really track it accuracy accurately to like a bar in South Africa that's the only place for miles that can that is able to like show this thing on a giant like half broken down brick wall. Yeah. off a projector and they have like 40,000 people standing outside watching that mm-hmm. like it's probably hard to track track it completely I there's probably way more people still watching soccer just because of the crude way some third world countries will watch it that they can't keep track of but they have a good general idea for when it comes to league and it's pretty pretty fucking high <laughs> yeah yeah for the yeah. amount of people watching it yeah, it's absolutely. But like I said, you know, a, a car in the middle of nowhere in Africa projecting it onto a wall with thirty thousand people behind well, it watching Af- it. Africa's can't a very, really be Africa is a very general term. That's a continent. <laughs> no, yeah, but my po- my point I'm trying to make, dude, is that in these third world countries where people don't have access to electricity, internet, or ways to watch stuff, there are things where they'll do shit like this. I saw a report the other day about a rich guy. Who projected? Um, he has a like his house is surrounded by a big brick wall, oh, yeah. like a, a gated community. But he bought up a thing, had it shipped to Africa, and he projected some World Cup games off of off of a satellite internet, off a projector onto the wall, and let people come watch it. And he had thousands of people. Yeah, sitting and that, count, and that only counts as one viewer. 
Yeah, versus yeah, yeah, yeah. they no, they can't just... keep track of that sort of thing, and that sort of thing's not happening with league as much. No. That's all I'm saying. Like, no, I know, soccer. That yeah. If you could keep track, soccer's most likely still in the league because soccer's the world sport. Yeah. Every country in the world has access to watching that. Not every country in the world has access to watching league. Yeah, you'd be like, I would say, like, it's not like I don't know. The one thing, like, I obviously Africa is made up of a whole bunch of different countries, uh, and there's only some parts that are actually third world. Um, um, that entire country's third world. Anybody who says it's not Africa is not a country to lie to people. Africa is not a country. That entire <laughs> continent is third world, dude. I've I've seen documentaries and research. People try to convince you it's not. Like when people try to tell you Haiti is not a third world country because Trump said something bad about it, that is a third world country. No, no, yeah, Haiti is. And a most third world of that, there might be spots well, in Africa where very earthquake, didn't they? Um, they're, they're ve there's spots in Africa where very rich people live that you wouldn't consider third world, but they're surrounded by third world outside of like their pop property. Egypt, like they own a chunk of property, and outside of it is like. Back corners of Mexico. It, uh, Libya and Egypt are really not third world at all. <laughs> uh, well, neither is uh, what the, the country in South Africa that uh, was originally founded by the Dutch. What the hell's the name of that country? I don't know offhand, but that that's like pretty much New York City uh, at the most part. So, um, But yeah, and then like one area I didn't even realize. So uh, we have a friend of ours. Um, that we help from time to time, and I, we've actually helped. The them term out. third world country originated because of countries that are not involved in cold wars of any sort, defined by Egypt and most South American and South Asian countries and South African countries. Do you want to debate more history on me, or do you want to move any, on? Anyway, that's not what third. But anyway, we'll get into it later. That's literally <laughs> what it is. <laughs> anyway, so you no, you've been no, you, anyway. you're the one that's been corrupted. You think it means like poor and dirty and disgusting. That's not what it means. It means it doesn't fit into the di the world dynamic, as I just stated to you with that. Anyway, so uh, one thing I didn't know, like, for instance, uh, Uganda. Oh, I know a little bit about Uganda, but we have a friend of ours that actually was getting uh, instruments and stuff together. Uh, oh, yeah. And he just shipped $30,000 worth of instruments to Uganda. Uh, granted, there was I didn't know about, like, obviously the governments are pretty corrupt, which is a lot of people don't realize that the poverty around the world is systemic. It's not actually caused by money. It's by the governments of the world, really. And the thirty thousand or three thousand. Thirty thousand. It's not technically systemic um, though, because it's the leadership that keeps moving. Like if you took out and if you put uncorrupt people in there, the system would work fine. The problem is that that most of Africa is not ruled by governments; they're ruled by warlords that change every couple fifty years. Well, we're not gonna, anyway. So, the, in Uganda, it's obviously made a bunch of villages and stuff. Um, and I didn't realize this because I saw the pictures and I was talking to this uh, friend of ours and I was like, well, hey, at least those kids don't have to be corrupted by Facebook and stuff like that. They're actually going to grow up actually and actually be able to like because you, there was a bunch of. Artists. Oh, my God. Can we get I, back? I, to, I, let's get back to video games. So dude. There was, I don't want to argue with you about the reason why I sent it because this guy who's opening up a school, he started a school for like artists and kids who want to learn all different kinds of art from media to music, everything else. Uh, and I was like, they won't be corrupted and become brilliant artists. And he was like, no, no, unfortunately not. He's like, they have electricity and all have cell phones and have the internet there. Yeah. Even though it's a small village in Uganda. And I was like, yeah. oh, yeah. never mind. The, the, the big fear of Uganda <laughs> yeah. is big fear keyboards, Uganda there's electricity. being corrupted by the internet and in te in technology. That's the big fear in Uganda. Uh. <laughs> Fucking Christ. Nate, you got to stop with this shit, man. Go, you fucking commie bastard. <laughs> Let's talk about some video games, man. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, my God.
For fifty, for every one kid in America that's screwed up by Facebook, there's like ten that just use it and don't get messed up at all. Like it's called echo chamber chambers. Like ninety percent of Twitter is not fucked up crazy people. Hmm. The problem is all you see is screwed up crazy people because well, they get my, on there and scream. Well, my assumption because I know what Uganda is. I know Uganda is made up of, and then yes, they have some very advanced parts of Uganda. But the pictures that he was sending me, which was from his friend who was a teacher in Uganda, they were like very primitive villages, somewhat. Yeah, and it's I, like that. That's true. Yes, oh, most, was again, like, like I said, ninety-nine percent of Africa is that. But the people that hoard all the money live in normal, like, in real-world settings. They live in like a normal, like English setting. They don't look. They don't live in a poor place. They're able to get the food, the clean water, and they live the lap of luxury. That doesn't make the whole country a lap of luxury. It just means that well, the what rich country? people taking all the money does. Which country? All of Uganda, like all of freaking Africa, all of Uganda, all of South Africa, all of the Congo, all these places. They're like 1% of the people have enough wealth to live even remotely comfortably and the rest live in squalor. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah, there's, there's, there's that's why like people a, consider a, a nice it like area. that. Like as in with America... Yes, there are people that live with one percent live with way way more shit. But I do not live in squalor. You know what I mean? Like I have heat, I have cooling, I have food, I have electricity. I don't have to worry about what water I drink. Like there's a huge gap of difference with like the base level of poverty in this country. Yeah. The base level of poverty in this country is like a gift send to the people who live in Africa. In most places. It's like a godsend to them. That's how bad they have it in those places because of the corrupt official. Well, yeah, that's the problem. So, yeah, obviously, he like had the, to, if you like that stuff, read the Last King of Scotland, dude. He um he, has, he had to go through certain people to send that this huge shipping crate full of all these because they couldn't have it apprehended by the local government because they would take it and just sell it. Yeah, it's, oh, yeah, it's sad. It's yeah. ridiculous. Oh, it's I was terrible. like, yeah, dude, terrible. like I said, yeah. read read the last the Last King of Scotland. It's about a king from Uganda. And how he tricked the world into believing that his plate, he was the most peaceful w ruler in the world and he was helping his people. And then when it all came crashing down, you found out that like he was literally starving his people so he could feed himself and just driving around and having his men kill whole swaths of people and taking all their stuff. And we were countries around the world were giving him stuff to help support his people. And he's like, I will give it to the Ugandan people. And then he just kill people and take it for himself. Oh, Jesus. So how did, we get, how, how the hell did we get here from. League of I Legends. don't know. <laughs> Nate decided to get political on hating World War II veterans, and I figured I'd slap him. Anyway, so speaking of World War II, that terrible Call of Duty game. Anyway, <laughs> so League of Legends also has a TV series coming up, and it was on hiatus for a little bit, but it's completely back in production. Um, League of Legends fans who are obviously potentially uh, waiting for Arcane, the first animated series based on their favorite franchise. Um, the adaptation will, uh, began in 2019. Initial release was scheduled for 2020. However, when the pandemic hit last year, production of Arcane was halted. And no updates have been provided since. Um, so, and obviously they're continue on. And do, 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 get back here. So, the progress days uh, from November 7th to 13th. On That's not where I went to. So, the first act will start uh, with the World's Finals on November 6th of this event. So... Remember six two yeah that's the world's finals. And I, I want to check get... to see who made it to the finals because I didn't watch this week's game. I watched all of them, but not this week's because I there was nobody left I really cared about. Yep. Yeah. I don't remember who won the last. Who's going to be in the finals? 
No. So anyway, yeah, the, the idea is that we're going to get uh, information, obviously, during this huge the, the event that's happening, obviously, while we're in virtual at virtual Expo. Uh, a lot of this is going to be going on. EG, EDG versus DK. Yeah, which is the uh, yeah the whole Riot X event thing going on. Um, so Don Juan Kia. They make cars. <laughs> and Edward Gaming. I think I'm going to go for Edward Gaming. So if I'm not mistaken, there's a guy who's retiring this year. And he's never won a world. And he's played like six seasons or something. Hmm. So I think, <clears throat> think he might be. So, so everybody, don't worry. It's still in production, and we're going to get information at the event, obviously, <clears throat> at the league's Riot X event. I think if you really sat down and asked the league players, you'd find out that ninety percent of them don't care about that because they're more excited for the RP, uh, the MMO that was announced. Oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I know that's what I'm waiting. I can't wait to see. You know what else, Grim can't wait to see. The Netflix gaming service. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to see like a pile of shit pour out of the ass of Netflix <laughs> and fall down in front of me with a bunch of mobile games that would be better when they weren't mobile. So they announced this to 190 countries, um, including the United States and Canada. However, the game feature will require a subscription to own an Android and own it, obviously an Android device or a smartphone or a tablet to play them netflix games will... subscribe to bad games get it now <laughs> game will start out uh netflix mobile app starting on november 3rd users can also download netflix games from the google play store starting today uh oh among... boy let's take a look at what we can play stranger things we can play shit the sequel <laughs> <laughs> shit the sequel i'm sorry dude mobile games are trash i got so excited when i heard about that um uh final fantasy battle royal and then i saw that it was mobile and i was like never mind oh yeah some people really like some of the other like final fantasy ones they've done that like i've tried them and they're kind of shit like besides final fantasy dimensions final fantasy dimensions is the only completely original to mobile game that's actually like a real final fantasy game it's only one. Just, they're just straight up fucking terrible, dude. They're just fucking. Terrible. And then they made uh, mobile games are terrible. Then they made Final Fantasy Mentions too, and it's just terrible. It's like they just like, oh no, we're not gonna make that kind of game anymore. Go fly a kite. <laughs> like, fuck you. <laughs> like, uh. Wait, you guys want uh, Super Nintendo era RPGs? How about we make more mobile games? Well, the thing is, though, they said they were going to make more games after the success of Octopath Travel. They said they are going to make more games of that style please so but we haven't had a whole lot of announcements since then so so the games that i see here they're like if they're not a stranger things game they're like a game that we could have got on a smartphone when smartphones first came out oh okay. so we got like stranger things 1984 stranger things 3 the game shooting hoops which is literally you shoot hoops like wait, wait stranger things 3 you mean there's already been two other shit games? <laughs> uh, yeah. Then there's this Stranger Things, The Puzzle Tales. And then, oh, we got Card Blast. It's not stupid. And, and then there was, uh, there was another one. It was looked just as bad. Oh, yeah, Teeter Up, which is like another 
like that's cheap that's, free game that you would play anyway that you would have got on old phone that's retarded i don't even know why they're trying i don't get it like that's if they don't uh i don't know do better <laughs> that's gonna fail that, yeah that's just terrible because they're all no, it can't. Really it's not going to fail because it's mobile. It's impossible for it to fail because it costs nothing for them to keep it going. Yeah, but there's better mobile. Like these particular mobile games are bit terrible. They're like, like you said, they're like eight to sixteen okay, bit what? looking. So you're telling me, are you telling me that they polished the shit pile? Like they found two pieces of shit and one got polished up to be less shit, and you're <laughs> saying that's better? I, I don't like, know. I'm not going to eat a shit sandwich, even if you put pickles on one. <laughs> <laughs> all right? That's, that's all there is to it. Mobile games are shit. They're for people who don't like to play video games, but want to pretend that they do. Uh, anyway, so let's uh, get into... I don't care if I'm triggering you. <laughs> so let's get into the Retro Pocket 2 Plus. Um, so... Note that this doesn't count as a mobile, mobile system. <laughs> no, anyway... So, what's really, because obviously, um, I have a ton of mobile devices. Bazinga bought his first mobile handheld device that has a, well, mobile device and handheld, retro handheld machine, mm -hmm. uh, which was the Retro Pocket 2. Mm -hmm. um, the Retroid Pocket 2, sorry. Anyway, so they did a uh, complete motherboard upgrade. It's a little more than that. Um, you can get a screen upgrade, too, if you want. And it uh, gives you another analog stick, or it makes the analog stick work like an analog stick, even though it's a slider. Also, it plays real games. Yeah. Um, real games. Not new games. Um, yeah, but still, using that slider don't that, would just be dude, they don't need to be um, new. They're still You don't better. really need two analog sticks anyway, but that's what <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, but, like, the kit is... So, if you already own a Retro Pocket, uh, too, like you do, mm -hmm. you can just buy the circuit board for 65 bucks. Yeah. Um, and upgrade yours. Mm-hmm. So, which isn't too bad. And they actually give you a plastic acrylic uh, case and stuff. To put that in. Oh, they give you an updated, a new, a new case for it? Like, it's just a plastic acrylic case. You can just put the old motherboard in. Oh, oh, oh okay. All right. Okay, okay, okay. And if you actually change the screen, too, you can actually screen that and just make that a second device. Uh, the screen's 20 bucks if you want the touch screen. Yeah. Um, Which I don't I don't know if I'd want. I really, I don't think I'd really care. You know, and from a realistic point of view, not I'm not even joking around. If you could wait like ten more years till there's nobody left in the world, or twenty years, whatever, that remembers the games from the Super Nintendo and the PlayStation era, and then you re-released all of them on these on phones as yeah, normal right. games, they would all be better than the ones that are being See, released little, right now. So yeah. that's the case you get. You can plug it into. Like, not even joking. For what? You can just take the other motherboard and hook in that, and if you have the screen, you can actually get up to it and just use it as a second device. If you can find the way to do it, anyway. Oh. Uh, anyway, so the Retroid, the new motherboard, um, the Retroid Pocket Plus, <laughs> is the. Anyway, so it has 1.8 gigahertz A55 core, uh, and 2.5 gigahertz A75 core, uh, coupled with two gigs of RAM, and 800 megahertz power VR. Uh, Power VR don't G worry guys, I don't G8 know what the fuck they're talking about GPU, either. Um, which is kind of a beast for a mobile, uh, and it's got two gigs of RAM. Mobile gaming uh, device, mobile like yeah, mobile gaming device, yeah. pretty much. Uh, well, or handheld gaming device, should say. Yeah, but isn't that because they te like secretly the reason why they do this is so people will pile on emulators and stuff. They come with emulators on them. Yeah, but just in case people want to do other emulators that are require more power. They usually put them on there. They usually put 
on the actual. But then why would it be, why would it be overkill, Nate? Like you said, it was overkill, and I'm just figuring there has to be a reason, like future proofing it for ones that no, might not run I mean, on it. No, I mean overkill for what majority of people use it for, uh, which is the 16-bit area most of the time. It's just mostly a 16-bit area and PS1. Uh, it's kind of overkill for that. It's past that. So this is venturing into the people like this. The point of what we're talking about. This is going to venture in the people that want to run. Uh, like GameCube, and there already already leaked footage of people using this. And people, there's one video that right there, the guy playing with it, uh, putting it together. He didn't put a, any footage of him using it though, but there is footage of people uh, playing uh, Wind Waker. Oh, okay. On this on this device, and it's running at 30 frames a second. Yeah, Soul Calibur runs a lot better. <laughs> I can tell you, because I played it on mine, and it's yeah. Mm. That might be the GameCube version though. Oh, maybe. maybe the Actually, no, it says Dreamcast. Right oh, it does? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's literally like twice as powerful as the original board. Yeah, and it's also got two gigs of RAM, which is good. Mm. And like I was saying earlier, we also have the Ambernick, uh RG uh, 355 2, uh, 355 2, I think. Yeah, that's coming out. At, uh, I think it's going to be announced next week. Um, and that thing's going to be super powerful, too. It's supposed to be able to play GameCube games. Um, we also have the... The Pow Kitty. Pow Kitty has just come out with some crazy fucking... Pow Kitty? Pow yeah. Kitty has been releasing handhelds like they're going out of style lately. Uh, I'm not saying it's bad, but who came up with the goddamn name? Um, there's, yeah. There's, have you seen the one that's like a folding... Uh, like a, It's like a Game Boy SP? Yeah, it's that, like, that's Pow Kitty. It's, it's like this big? Yeah, that's Pow Kitty. Oh, I, uh, no, it's Pow Kitty. Is it? Yep. I oh. want that one. It's, 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 it's just that, hard. It's, it's really it's hard not, to get. It's not that powerful, though. It's no, really, no, not to play like anything. Like just yeah. the 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 main game, the regular, you know, sixteen day eight bit, yeah. sixteen. You can bit. no, you can find them off uh, AliExpress. They're fairly cheap because uh, they're really neat. Um, no, but they have the full like extra ultra wide one, which is really nice. The Pow Kitty one, I might actually wear that one. But the new one they're coming out, uh, it kind of looks like a Game Boy, the A twenty. It's like mm-hmm. a, the same vertical format, but has six buttons on the front. Um. We also have the new uh, one, the, uh, what the heck is it? There's something Odin, the Ian Odin, I think it's called, something like that. That one's going to be super powerful. Those have been pretty nice. The Odin, using the Android Odin uh, motherboard, which is really powerful, uh, which there's been a few of those that have been around there, actually really good. So they're getting a number of good handhelds by the end of the year. Uh, just Because it seems like these like, new ones come out every year and they keep on upping the game. Like when these things first started coming around, like they could like barely play PlayStation, somewhat play PlayStation, um, and now they're easily playing like Dreamcast and stuff like that. So now we're getting obviously into GameCube and playing be able to play Saturn. So it's, it's not a what did you call it? What Pow Kitty? It's the Fun Key S. Oh yeah, Pow Kitty makes one that's just like that. Yeah, this thing's pretty good. It's really good. Oh. It's really small. Yeah, uh, it's really small. You can put a keychain on it and everything. <laughs> I think it's, it's pretty neat. <laughs> that's always, oh, that's Retro Dodo. <laughs> yeah, he reviews a lot of these devices. Yeah, but yeah, no, it, it can do it can do a lot for what it is. For, yeah, for how small it is, and it's got the bumper buttons and everything. But they're 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 always sold out. Oh yeah, but did you try checking like uh, AliExpress or something? I don't. I've never ordered from anything like that because I don't trust them. Why? Because of all the shit I've heard from the past, <laughs> they're literally they're almost bigger than Amazon. 
Yeah, but they sell a yeah, lot okay. of fake shit, Stop too. it! Stop <laughs> it! They're, they're, they're nowhere not, they're, near as big as they're, Amazon. They're net, their net worth is not bigger than Amazon, but their corporation as a whole around the world is bigger than Amazon. Oh, good. So they, in other words, they opened up a bunch of shit that no one uses. Stop. No, they, Nate, like, I love you, man, but you got to stop with your no, delusions, dude. Um, <laughs> they are not anywhere near as big as Amazon. No, just shit. Like, anytime I can't find something on Amazon, I order it off there, and I usually get it. And that, doesn't it. Anything, and, that doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean you find, that or, better. Or if something's overpriced on Amazon or eBay, you go on there, and you can usually find it. And Dude, fine. And Nate, better, you and could say they have a great product. You could say they have a great store. That makes sense. But you can't claim they're bigger and better, bigger because you like them better. You just like them better, and that's fucking fine. When it comes to sheer size, Amazon is vastly larger than Alibaba. Al Amazon's market cap of 1.5 trillion dwarfs Alibaba's 640 billion. Well, no, the money. I said their net and worth. And when is, you calculate each firm's okay. revenue numbers, I said their net worth the, the, is more. The disparity they just is even greater. Say you like their products better. That's fine. You like ordering from them 34. better. You like them. They're better because you like to be contradictory. That's fine. But when you turn around and go, well, I like them better because, well, they're huge in comparison to Amazon. Like, they're almost as big as Amazon. No, you just like them better. No, I said in general. The pile of shit you just laid is bigger than Amazon. <laughs> no, I'm saying in general, like, they have more, like, I guess you could say they reach more areas of the world than nope. Amazon can. No, they don't. They, they reach more areas is, of the world. Is now the no. world's largest online and mobile commerce company. Commerce. There's a big difference because yeah. that means that doesn't mean they're selling anything. That just means they bought a whole lot of stuff. Someday, maybe they did it so that someday well, they, they can own, be. Well, no, they um they have In a terms that's of like scale. Saying Tencent no, is the they, best. Oh, wait, so the difference is, so Amazon actually has warehouses, uh, where they ship things from, and they have a lot of those, a real lot of those. AliExpress and stuff have. They don't own any of that. They don't have any warehouses. Nothing. They owe. They have like like third-party companies across the planet all under them it's so funny calling so, it's bullshit and that's that's why they're big that's why they're potentially like in some cases bigger than amazon because if you actually contribute all those third parties into one company they do make up a bigger but yeah but bigger okay than amazon. Then I, dude i'm the richest man in the world if i contribute everybody else's money into my account just yeah. because they have all these third parties working under them they don't own those third parties, though. No, they don't. That Exactly. So what you're saying is bullshit. They are not any bigger. They just have a bigger grasp of partnerships. No, but I'm saying, like, you can get, like, if you can't find it on Amazon, you're going to find it on AliExpress. You're going to find you it on there. Just say easily. that then, dude. Uh, Trying to easily. claim they're as big as easily. Amazon? No. They um, most of the time. Maybe they just like, carry more weird shit that might, you like to buy. It might take a little longer to get to like you because the they don't have communist manifesto they don't, or something. They don't have like some super shipping or anything like that. Nothing like mm -hmm. that. It might take like a month to get to you, but it's going to get there. But yeah, but do they have a, uh, a lot of this stuff could be fake. No, that's Wish. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about Wish. I'm talking about. So what's uh, AliExpress? AliExpress. What is that? It's a website. Is that the same thing? Yeah. AliExpress. Look, are you on? Did you no, I'm on Alibaba right now. Alibaba. Oh, yeah. Alibaba is fucking huge, too. AliExpress, though, I can. it's fairly decent. Um, I wouldn't, obviously, I, you're going to get scammed. No matter where you go on any third-party website, even Amazon, you're going to get scammed for graphics cards right now. Like, there's, oh, there's no, been a yeah, bunch yeah. of videos recently on people buying graphics cards from Amazon. They're fake. <laughs> because people are put, oh, these third parties, they, Amazon can't evaluate everybody. And these third parties, just if their license gets banned, they just make a new one, which is sad. Mm -hmm. And they have a bunch of people, those fake reviews. 
it's like retarded you know, it's annoying um all these fake reviews probably come from alibaba the the funniest is actually on walmart's <laughs> website if you ever look on their like reviews on their stuff you can tell they're written wrote by like third party or something they're just like bad english and everything i'm oh, like geez. and they half of them say the same thing over and over again i'm like that's it's one person did all these <laughs> oh could just be a liberal though it's just it's just sad <laughs> saying the same shit over and over again um what the hell is dreadful whale oh i don't even have a dagger and i'm running around with dreadful whale never mind me when you're so when you're so far ahead you don't even know what you're playing okay so let's get on to n64 so n64 and sega are now available on the switch to play on the emulation if you have the switch online service um which their video has the most downlight dislikes in history yeah but okay this is what a lot of people don't realize though what <laughs> it doesn't matter so well yeah yeah no if, i know i know if you if they really didn't care for nintendo don't watch the video because even if you dislike that video that still gives them it money gives them yeah well it, it doesn't gives, give them money it just gives them a rep well more people are gonna if you dislike a video youtube algorithm says still says people want to watch it yeah that's how it works so it doesn't matter it which means they're gonna get more views and more money from that video um but it does matter because less people are going to use that shitty service until they get it running no right. because uh the way like a company a lot of companies view is how much net worth are we getting off that video if the net worth of the video is not that much Nate, uh, if, then if the net don't. worth of the video is high, but the people subscribing to the service is incredibly low because no one wants to use it because it doesn't work right, they will be pissed about it. Well, no, but they don't they want people to not subscribe. No, but like the amount of people, like if somebody was, I think it was RGA, was it RGA? Not RGA, uh, RGT55 if, uh, was tallying up like the amount of people that liked the video. Mm -hmm. If all those people are subscribers to the service, Nintendo blew their budget like, oh, way yeah. past what they expected uh, yeah. according to the market like but they didn't do that so all yeah but dude, the, the different oh, so, god this is, what this is what happens when you listen to youtubers youtubers who don't know business just because they made back the money they spent that doesn't mean it can't be a disappointment if the service comes out and they expect it to do like well they have a hundred million uh wees in the uh what do you call it switches in people's hands so they're expecting like 30 million subscribers and they only get like 10 million they still make their profit back, but they're incredibly pissed that it didn't hit the numbers that they wanted no, it to hit. No, but he, no, this YouTuber was pointing out, if all those people are subscribers that liked the video, not disliked it, they would went way past what they thought they would have done. They would have gone right past that That's literally not true, dude. No, it is true. That's literally, no. You won't, first of all, you won't know that until, until next year when their finances come out. But I could tell you right now that in the Microsoft uh, camp with the Game Pass, they were expecting 35 million people to be subscribed to that thing, and they only hit 22 million. And even though they made all their money back, they are most likely incredibly pissed that they didn't hit that number. And it's the same thing with Nintendo. There's no way Nintendo thought they were going to get like 5 million people. We won't know until the end of the year or next year, but the, the thing being bad is going to do damage to their bottom line. 
the YouTuber you're talking about doesn't know what he's talking about when it comes to overall numbers. No, no, I think you're missing. They're it, fine with like that's the, not Grim. That's not what he's talking about. That's not yes, what we're talking. No, no, he's, he's not. He's not. No, like, he's not. No, no, he's he's claiming that the likes make money. Correct. No, he's no, saying that enough people not, like that video. Not, no, 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 no. That's, that's not. not yes, he is. He said. Will you shut the hell up for a second? Hold on. I'm going. I'm literally going to. He literally said, if all the people that like the video were subscribers, they would make back their money. Correct. No. No, no. That's literally what he just said. No, no, I don't mean YouTube subscribers. I mean... I meant the people sub subscribing to the fucking account. Obviously, the Nintendo yes, thing. Yes, and by the numbers, if all those people actually liked it, Nintendo would have literally triple the amount of subscribers they do right now, which means they would think this is a super success. You literally... It has nothing to do with... Just because it has... <laughs> A shit ton of dislikes more than any. Yeah. No, I'm not talking about the dislikes. You fucking. This is monkeys. what we're talking about. That's no, what we're talking about. We're not talking about whatever okay. you're talking about. He said, <laughs> if all the people who are who like the video were subscribed to the service, they would make back their money by like triple, something along that lines. Correct. Yes. Yeah. I'm saying to you, just because they made back their money by triple doesn't mean it would be a success because they might have shot much higher for their overall estimate. And therefore, when they report to their things and go, yeah, but like 75% of the people didn't subscribe because it's the system doesn't work. They're not going to go, but we got three times. What, no, what, but, but no, what he's what saying there, is basically that video gave them so much press by getting the positives and the negatives that. Yeah. They, but if they don't subscribe, so, no, it doesn't saying, matter. No, what I'm saying, though, by a business standpoint, if like that video has more people that like the video than there are subscribers to the service worldwide. So if all those people that liked it actually are subscribers now to the service, Nintendo literally just tripled their prof profits with one service. That would, if they look at that at the end of the year, they're going to go, holy crap, this was a complete success. Dude, if they, that, no, not if, not if they expected it to be much more. If they, if they like, were and, under the impression that they were going to do 40, 50 million subscriptions and they only do 10 million and that number is still high that you're talking about, they're still going to go, but we estimate, like there's, there's a reason why they're called estimates. That's what these companies do. They put estimates in. Then, then they have to give those estimates to trade holders, like shareholders. So if they say we expect to do 30 million and they don't do more than like 10 million, even if they made a bunch of money off it, the investors are going to be like, you promised us way more money. No, Graham, I think you missed the point. Nintendo already projected at the beginning of the year, they their online service, they projected they want to gain, what do you call it, a third more subscribers than they currently have right now. That was what their projection was for the service oh, in general. Just a third. Uh, it's a third. Uh, that's what the, we co we covered that in the podcast. I remember it. Uh, they projected because we were talking about Nintendo numbers and PlayStation numbers. They wanted a third more subscribers than their like a third of the current subscribers. They wanted a third of that same projected number by the end of 2021. Um, so, if that actually is true, they're going to look at that number at the end of the year and go, "Wow, this is a complete success," even though a lot of people don't like it. Because, like, right here, I'm surprised it only has... <clears throat> so that particular video has got 1.2 million views with 17,000 uplikes, uh, but 144,000 downs. I know. But I figured they'd have a lot more. I'm kind of surprised that, that Nintendo only has 8.2 million subscribers. Yeah. Um. But, so, we'll get into the meat and potatoes of this, why, like, I personally don't like the sir like, right now. Granted, uh, I haven't played it because... Uh, I wasn't playing Animal Crossing last time. Oh, <laughs> which has had its own issues, right? Uh, which is fine because I've been playing Naraka. Um, oh, yeah. But um, anyway, so yeah, so this is easily, and there's a bunch of people, um, 
the one of the best people that did the best breakdown of it is uh, was it MVG? I think it was uh, uh, Modern, Modern Vintage, Vintage Gamer. Gamer yeah. yeah, he did the best breakdown of this mm -hmm. um, of all the different versions of emulators that they've done for N sixty four. And this is easily by far the worst one they've ever done. Well, they were saying that the the the, the Ocarina time on the Wii U was better. No, no. Well, yeah, it was. So, and the it, Wii actually the, had uh, the best one. The, or the, the the Wii Shop or whatever the, the Wii, well called. the well the difference okay so there was the Wii Shop and then it's the same shop in the Wii U but they updated it okay uh but the difference is the main developer that was doing the emulators Steven something I can't remember his last name uh was f like he left the company or something mm -hmm. and that's when we start seeing the emulators go to shit uh, um because before for every single uh N sixty four game on the Wii and on the game and on the GameCube when you're em emulating N sixty four games like Ocarina of Time was on a disc on the GameCube, but that's actually an emulator running on a disc. Yeah. Um, that was written by the same guy. Which worked great. Yeah. So, and there was one other game I think they ported, but, well, it wasn't a port, it's an emulator. Um, so what they were doing is actually running uh, a specifically built emulator for every N64 game. Like that emulator was specifically designed to run that game and that game alone. And they did that for every single N64 game in the eShop. Mm -hmm. Then when the Wii U uh, came around, they re uh, what do you call it? Redid the game of uh, uh, the shop. They basically picked the best emulator they had for N sixty four and said, "Oh, all of them are going to run that." Oh, and they're not optimized for every game. No, and then to get rid of the inconsistencies, they put a dark filter, like a like a weird like dark filter over it. Like it's really dark. Be able to look at the Wii U. Uh, emulator for n64 it's like this weird dark filter over the whole thing hmm. uh it looks like shit uh, and it makes all the games look terrible uh but they did it so they could hide like some of the imperfections which is ridiculous yeah. um because obviously when they could have just stuck with the model but the problem is they didn't have this guy to tweak the every single game to run with each emulator yeah and they didn't want to pay someone new to do that obviously or get someone new that was going to do that that had that kind of dedication um so this is where that's promised. Like, and like we know everything on the N sixty four for the eShop is running on a single emulator. So besides the issues we've seen with the uh, the Zelda and their like the quality and the textures and the um, well, like the the water. What well, other games missing, have? Well, it, all it, the games are missing the fog. The fog. And obviously, Nintendo did this during when it was when it first came out in N sixty four. They the fog was added to allow for processing of the screen as you move forward. So it's supposed so to take up some other. So you wouldn't like, see the screen being loaded. Yeah, um, that was the reason why they did it. Granted, we're more powerful systems now; we can just automatically load everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but that was part of the aesthetic of the game. That's why, like, when you walk into the in the water temple in that area where you fight your Shadow Link, um. It's supposed to be all foggy. I mean, it looked mysterious. Yeah. Um, and the water was glossy, not yeah, freaking just flat. I don't even know what you want to call that. It looked like it looks like, like shit. <laughs> um, it's easily like it, it's, you know, I mean, like at most, like I really wish people didn't watch that video. They didn't choose to watch that video, but they did. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately. Um, what other games are having issues? Besides the fog, all uh, the fog, um, the latency isn't that bad. Latency is there somewhat. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I heard something about the input lag. Yeah, 
Uh, it's 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 there. Oh, and the controller setup. Oh, all, the controller like, makes is no that's, sense. That's the next thing I'm gonna get. The controller is jacked. That's weird. Because you can't customize it. Yeah. Completely jacked. So you like need the Nintendo 64 controller that you can't get. Yeah, or just give the option to customize your controller. Yeah, well, that's that should be an easy update. Yeah, I wouldn't. Um, I would hope they would do that. They've done it in the past. Uh, what was the other? There was another controller that uh, Wolfden was using that was said it worked out pretty well. I can't remember what controller it was though. Probably the Brawler sixty four or something. Oh, it like might that. be something similar to that. Yeah, it might be that one. Or no, it might be the eight bit though one. It might be. I'm not sure. Uh, it was one of those. Uh, he said it worked out pretty well. Uh, mainly because you can con- you can customize that controller on the computer oh, and then plug okay. it in. All right, then it might have been an eight bit one. Yeah, I think it was the eight bit Doe one. Uh, so there is that, but like it's pretty sad. Like, uh, and granted, a lot of people did subscribe to this because of Animal Crossing. Yeah, because they had no. Well, you could get Animal Crossing for twenty five dollars or something. But like a that. lot of people just figured I'll just get this because I'm going to play it online. And I can play yeah, all the yeah. classic games. And granted, that was smart marketing on Nintendo's side. But it ain't going to get us results. Yeah, they need to fix that particular issue. And they got to, like like we talked about last time, if, if if you get DLC the DLC free, or well, with that with that thing for any game, yeah. that'd be great. Well, not any game, but most games. But if it's just for that Animal Crossing, not every, I, don't, I don't play but Animal Crossing. But it also isn't, like, for instance, like, Nintendo also looks toward the Japan market a lot more than the uh, well, North yeah. American market. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if the Japan market doesn't like it, that's what's really going to say something. And what are they saying? Uh, I really haven't found much. Uh. Uh, the one guy, <laughs> the couple guys I watch don't even really play uh, Switch that much. Oh, okay. So uh, they mostly play PC games. Jeez. But so I don't even, yeah. Uh, that's the sad. It's just a bad, it's a really, really bad emulator. The, obviously, the Genesis one's fine. Genesis one works perfectly. Does go fucking use it. It's great. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, and people are saying there was problems with online, but that's spotty. Some people are saying they do. Some people say they don't. Because of uh, Star Fox, I, um, but there is a leak supposedly that GoldenEye is coming out on it. Supposedly, well, the the leak it's not even a leak. It's a it's been unbanned in Germany. Oh. Because uh, of Nazis. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah basically. <laughs> yeah. People were saying they were like wa- wa- walking around that when they were just explaining why. But uh, come on. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a James Bond. <laughs> He's always dealing with Nazis and stuff in the past. But uh, yeah, that's what that's what I saw is that they uh, they oddly fought to get it unbanned and took care of that. And, yeah. But why would they do that? Who, who really cares now? That's, Nobody cares about that. So. That might be the reason that they're able to bring it to the Switch. But then again, Rockstar is owned by, uh, or whatever it is, Rare, Rare is owned by Microsoft. Yeah, Rare doesn't make these games anymore. I know, but they still have their they still have the rights to it. Do they have the rights to GoldenEye? Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's why we were expecting Perfect Dark. Oh. But they, but because licensing for James Bond and stuff. I knew they had license to Perfect Dark, right? But. I didn't know they had, know they had license to, uh, uh, yeah, but. but Microsoft and Nintendo are in cahoots with each other anyway, so they you know they're always they like they like get along. <laughs> yeah, with with certain things like that. So I don't know. Yeah, and Sega and Microsoft have recently started working together again. I guess. Oh yeah, yeah, them too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just weird. Yeah, 
But Sony's a powerhouse. But Sony just cut, <laughs> just destroys everybody. <laughs> but they did say that uh, because of chip shortages, uh, uh, Switch is going to be making Nintendo's going to be making a lot less consoles this year. Yes, which sucks. But that's in general. Everybody is. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just this has to end. But there's <laughs> switches like everywhere. Like you can get a switch pretty easy if you need a switch. There's, there's, they're, they're around. Did you know? That there was certain models of Switch lights that went for $50 on secret clearance. I did not know that. Yeah, I was like, what? And of course, they, people bought them up like crazy, but still. What one was it? It was a Switch light, uh, like purple one or something. I don't oh. know. I have no idea. It was just one of them that popped up on the... There's these specific websites that, like Brickseed or something like that. Brickseek that show like prices uh, at, at stores that are really cheap, like... You could get a $350 Chromebook for like 75 bucks. Yeah. So. I, I was so I had helped a friend out the lane, uh, with a computer. I had to get a Chromebook that was from a loved one that passed. Uh, and he didn't tell me it was a Chromebook. Oh, Jesus. Um, And he was like, oh, I just need to get password the pass, past the password. I was like, okay, cool. That's easy. I have a fucking script that can do it in like two seconds. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I can get past your password. Oh. Uh, and then, then I grabbed it. I was like, oh, it's a Chromebook. <laughs> oh, it's a Chromebook. I was like, <laughs> is it, yeah, we're not getting past that. Why? Their security is good? Um, or just, you don't know? Yes. Yes? Yes. Because <laughs> it's like a phone. Yeah. And, well, and the thing is, though, there's a thousand ways to do it, but every way you can get past there wipes the drive. Does he even, does he want to get into the drive? Uh, that's what I told him. I said, a lot of stuff's probably online, which means you're not getting a hold of it anyway, unless you get that password. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh. Oy. But he has like three books of like passwords that he's gonna go through. <laughs> like I'm like, oh my god, oh well, wow, good luck with that. Yeah, holy crap. Yeah, so that's what it is. Yeah, I, I I really hope they improve this emulator for me. Like in general, like granted, I haven't really tried it obviously because I haven't been playing the Switch. Uh, I've been playing Naraka, but I hope it improves. Um, but like I said, it won't improve unless the Japanese market actually says something. Yeah, okay. right here. Tech Geek, hello. He says he's having no issues with any of those games. He doesn't understand why people are crying about it. And uh, he says Chromebooks have um, outstanding security. And yeah. he's a Yeah, IT no, now, they so. do have good security. Um, so, yeah, no, the main issue is, like, is the authenticness. It doesn't have the fog, which is, like, I mean, it's kind of game-breaking. It's not, like, how you remember it. Um, and the fact that it's... It runs halfway decent, but the thing is, though, how do you go backwards as a company with mm. hardware that's three times is better? Yeah, and we're, there had to be some kind of slight upgrade in the graphics because of you're playing it on a. Have you ever plugged a sixty four into a TV? Oh, I know. Nah, they look like I awful. It's like how did we even play this? But it's because we had a CRT. Yeah, but so like on the Wii, the emulator yeah, was did. great. Well, Wii wasn't necessarily made for flat screens either. No, but you could do uh, 480. If you got the the, 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 the the other cable. Yeah. Yeah. You could um, do 480 with a GameCube, but that cable's like impossible to get. It's like $400 or something like that. No, it's but very like, rare. like I was saying, Modern Mentor Gaming, he actually compared them side by side. All oh, okay, okay. And went through them all. You could see like when – and he pointed out this developer, Steven something. I can't remember. I'll look, his, look up his name at some point. You can tell it was him who was making this happen properly. Mm-hmm. Like Nintendo, I want you to call this guy up. Give him yeah. throw whatever money you get at him. So he's saying there's uh 
there's no no slowdowns or nothing. No, oh, there's the, no. The Wii was interlaced. That's what it was. Yeah. Um, but like just the fog. Like, why would you? Why would you take that away? Why? 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 I don't understand. Is why did they get rid of like the the glossy water, and it's all weird looking. Well, it's not really glossy water. If, it, you, if you look, that's the same picture. There's just a haze over it, like a foggy haze. Well, yeah. No, no I, I saw other images, and the oh. water looked a lot better. Yeah. So, I don't know. So, yeah. Like, you weren't supposed to see certain things. It's just a giant open area. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that's – it's just – I don't know. I don't know how you go backwards. Well, the, it's something they can fix. It is. They can fix, but – If they want to. Yeah. But, like I said, it goes down. But if they're, if they're making money – they're oh, they're making, making money. money. Yeah. It's just they're not going to listen. They're li- listen to Japanese friends, uh, fan, fan friends. They're going to listen to Japanese fans though before mm-hmm. North American. Um, so we'll see if that gets fixed um, or not. Because granted, uh, for the most part, it does run pretty well and stuff like that. But like, it does kind of break the immersion. I guess you could say a little bit of like what you remember and what you can even look at right now and just check out. If you have a Wii with a with those games downloaded. And yeah. granted, there's ways to get a hold of those games if you own a Wii and you can load them on there. Um, but the, but are they the same copy of that game? Yeah. You can get a hold of them uh, and put them on there. And they run really well. And obviously, there's ways to hook up a Wii to a um, modern TV and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, So, like the with the... Uh, even if you do it the old way, if you use an OCC or, or a retro tank or whatever else, yeah. They all work fairly well. Uh, and there's another new one around. I can't remember. Um, but I think, yeah. Unfortunately, the, the bad news is Nintendo, as far as they're going to make money on this. Uh, they already did make money on this. <laughs> uh, so, but whether that sustains or not, I don't know. At the end of the year, so. It's just, I don't know, 30 extra dollars for now doesn't seem like it's worth it for me. <laughs> I haven't got it. I just have the. Well, it's worth it if you're an Animal Crossing fan, I think. Oh yeah, no, 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 yeah, but I'm not. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's what it comes down to, really. Um, but I don't know. Peel the one thing that Peel said. Star Fox actually ran really well. Um, and that doesn't have a lot of the same like foggy issues and stuff like that as the other ones do. But that seems to be the best experience. What was it? The other one, Sin and Punishment, also. But Peel said it actually works really well. What game? Sin and Punishment. Oh, I don't know what that is. It's like a rail shooter. Oh, okay. I think you I've seen people talk about it. In yeah, you run and like shoot. There's been a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. They're more popular in Japan than North America, but that's what it is. Um, all right. So, that being said, we are going to move on to pop culture because there's not a lot of tech this week at all. There wasn't a lot of tech this week at all. No. <laughs> but if if you like this podcast and you'd like to hear more or see more, check out our YouTube channel at Tech Prime Media. We need ten more subscribers to hit that seven hundred. Indeed. So if you are listening to this podcast, we were well, we would like to hit a thousand as soon as possible. Uh, we'd like to break that milestone mark. But granted, we're right near seven hundred. That'd be an easy hurdle just to bloop over for the most part. So if you head over bloop. there. Ten. Uh, and head over there. We got a really great video coming out. Uh, it's going to be a fairly, it's not a long video. It's probably going to be 15 minutes long or something. I think it's going to be 15 minutes long. We are going to be doing another premiere. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
you can be there for them here the video granted this podcast may or may not be out this podcast probably be out before that maybe should be i don't know we'll see <laughs> uh and if you're listening to this podcast obviously and it's way past that time go just go watch the video my god christ <laughs> um, and we thank you guys for joining us on the bonus episode that actually had a lot of a lot of listens compared to our other episodes which is surprising um on average has like five extra uh listens cool the bonus episode um compared to our regularly scheduled broadcast <laughs> so but we're going to get into tech news we're going to get into not so much tech news i don't keep on telling you that anyway pop culture news because we got news about the great outdoors too we got news about uh andrew mccarthy's book getting turned into a movie and we also have the wheel of time trailer so and i think that oh yeah then we're gonna get into world retro expo at the very end and what basically our expectations pretty much so before that, what the heck's everyone checking out? Uh, nothing much. I haven't been watching much. I actually just started watching Snake Eyes. Oh, it's not bad so far because it's got like a couple, like some of the uh, actors from a lot of the other movies that I've seen, like that that show that Grim likes there, Warrior, Warriors. Oh, okay. You there, Grim? It has yeah. like one. It has yeah. one guy. Yeah, I'm here. It? Yeah, is that is that Warriors? What What are you talking about? Snake Eyes. <laughs> one of the. I I wouldn't know because I'd never watched Snake Eyes. The other two The other two movies were terrible in the GI Joe thing. Uh, so I would well, never watch the guy. The guy from Snake that Eyes. Warriors show. Uh, I do. He's on Snake Eyes. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, and then the guy. That's just not something I'm gonna watch. And then the guy from. Uh, this other show on Netflix is uh, on it too, yeah. but it's not bad so far. I've only got like a half hour in, so yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, wait, is it a TV show or just a single movie? Snake Eyes is just a movie. Why would you only watch a half an hour of a movie? Because <laughs> I just got it to start, and then Nate came and we did the podcast. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's why. But yeah, I haven't really been watching. Much. I've been exhausted from work and just passing out as I get home. No, Jesus Christ. That's what happens when you have no staff. So, uh, granted, I was like not doing anything because I have I have a stupid vaccine. But that's all an <laughs> argument. <laughs> and my body was like, I hate you. I want why, you to die. Why'd you do this to me? <laughs> you you don't get these other vaccines. Why are you getting this fucker? Okay. Uh, yeah. a big convention and me, me, me. Anyway. Blah, blah, blah. we still have to wear the like it mask. fucking matters still gotta wear a mask which is stupid yeah we still gotta no i mean you mask. can they literally said the other day you can still transfer and catch it regardless of whether or not you've been vaccinated oh they've been saying that for months yeah they've been, yeah, they've been they, they, uh, yeah but the government finally admitted it. oh did they oh like the cdc finally <laughs> admitted it oh my god they were like vaccines never were never meant to keep you from catching it the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, no, I've I've had two associates out that were both vaccinated. Um, I think. Anyway, um, so Grim, what have you been watching? Nothing, because I've been working on maps. <laughs> maps. He's been D and Ding it up. He's he's ready for us to die. Uh, oh, I give a shit. I want to make sure it's fun. Yeah. I'm waiting for. I don't I'm, expect. 
I don't expect any of you to actually have a character description ready, though. Oh, I have a character description ready. Trust me. I'm I'm waiting for Nate to fall off one of the airships when we get there. Oh, uh, you guys can't sing. Sing. The 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 sky ocean's like buoyant, like a like actual water. Oh, okay. Anyway, I have to do it that way because you assholes will get killed very easily. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, obviously aside from yesterday, just spending watching John Hughes movies and shit. So yeah, and Night Court. Uh but so uh the one thing that i'm really so i i'm really glad so the one thing i realized because obviously just finished watching the uh why the last man right oh okay Okay, it had absolutely it ended (laughs) the uh season ended really great so they it's canceled so don't worry about the season ending great well no yeah but we talked about that last podcast it was canceled because of covid because um Hulu. Dude, stop it. It was canceled because its ratings were bad. No, the ratings are good. Anyway, so we talked about that, how it got canceled because uh, Hulu said they're not paying for uh, basically equivalent of a third season because they paid for two seasons for one season because they couldn't film for a year. Uh-huh. So they had to pay those actors during that time period, even though they weren't filming. And then they'd want to get paid again to do the second season. Yeah, and Hulu said no. Uh. So they had to cancel it, but they're in the creator of Why the Last Man is in talk with HBO, and they're pretty sure HBO is probably going to pick it up, which means they'll have a way bigger budget. Um, because HBO is known like the percentage. What HBO normally gives a show is like triple what Hulu does. I'm surprised HBO still has like that much money. Um, so that's what the good thing is. Um, and it, it ended really well. Like I like it, it ended the way walking dead used to. And it was funny cause I was talking to my girlfriend at the end of the last week, watched the episode and I was like, you know what this really reminds me of? It's like when walking dead had good writing <laughs> and she was like, yeah, you're right. So, so only give him four seasons. Don't give him any more. Cause oh, then it just starts um, to get bad. Right. Um, yeah, because it was, it was like when walking dead had good writing. Cause it's like a post-apocalyptic kind of world, and the average expected rater uh, review numbers and people streaming it is less than five hundred thousand. It was a bomb. Keep going oh, wow. with your fake bullshit. Wow. Um. Well, he liked it, it. It takes no time at all to look this shit up. I I hate doing this to you, Nate. You I know you love the show, but the thing had nobody watching it. It was as, its ratings were as bad as Batwoman. I, God knows why that show's still on TV. <laughs> that show's ratings are dude. The last the last episode because I saw a video on it. The last episode was like 150,000. Wow. They refused to cancel it because they don't want to, they'll be called like terrible people or something. So, but like, God. Yeah. <laughs> like, it actually ended like Walking Dead got really bad when they started doing these stupid cliffhangers at the end of seasons. Mm hmm. Well, um, which was ridiculous. Did they always have cliffhangers? The Walking Dead got bad when they killed off the characters you liked that were still in the book. Well, and then t- replaced them with characters that they wrote that weren't nowhere near as well, good. Well, no, in retrospect, though, because obviously I haven't watched Walking Dead in a while. Uh, in retrospect now that I can look at it, because after watching the show, Why the Last Man, I'm like, because I started, it started recalling like memories. And I'm like, wait, this is like, it has that same feel of like the first like four seasons of The Walking Dead. And I'm like, Yeah, but that also corresponds with them killing off all the characters you liked in The Walking Dead. Like what, after the fourth season... They did basically what happened is that that show was great until he killed Glenn, 
and then they back down from the whiny people that's, who had their children watching a show they shouldn't be watching. Grim, that's season seven. That's when it got bad, dude. I'm talking about the minute. Yeah, uh, no, but I'm saying in retrospective, now that I actually think about all of them, it got bad after the fourth season. No, it didn't. The whole thing with Negan was an excellent season. Oh, they yeah. lost their teeth when everybody started crying about what about what they did. That's when the show went bad. That's when they said we're no longer going to follow anything from the books except for small surface level stuff because it pissed off the uh, parents who let their kids watch a show they never should have been watching. Well, that too. But, that, I'm saying, but I'm saying the tactics they use for like how they're doing the writing and doing the scenes really changed after season four. And it, no, if, if I've, was, I've watched the first five or six seasons multiple times because I liked the series up until that point. It wasn't the writing didn't change until after Glenn died, and that's when they had to make a change because so many people got mad at them. No, I know that, it's, but that yeah, that's that was, what killed that no, show. That, that was when they hit rock bottom. But I'm saying <clears throat> after you go back, technically, and watch, technically, Negan killed The Walking Dead when he killed Glenn. No, I know, but like because yeah, like, the, the fans are weak people and they couldn't handle it. Yeah, but like I'm like, notice, no one got mad when he bashed in Abraham's head. <laughs> Um, they were only mad when the when the, the soy boy got killed, but when the ex-marine died like a man with his face looking at him, nobody cared about that. Literally no one cared about Abraham dying. No one ever I saw no complaints about that on TV. It was all why'd you kill Glenn that way? No, but like if like if you look back like season like they weren't doing any of these stupid like spoil like like cliffhangers. Spit it out. Like Jesus that kind Christ. of shit. They weren't doing any of that kind of stupid shit. <laughs> After season four, they started doing that kind of shit. Oh. They, the only cliffhanger they did after season four was the Negan War thing, and that's because it required more than one season. No, I mean just like not giving you proper closure into an episode before you move on to the next one. Um, and well, yeah, that, but you well, say that, dude. You say that, but there are so many TV shows that do it that way that are good. Like, not every single season or, or every episode has to end with a happy-go-lucky feeling and closure. No, I don't mean if, like I don't mean it doesn't have to be happy to be closure. It doesn't, have it doesn't to. need to have closure every time. Sometimes stuff lasts longer than one season, though. That's no. the point. The re- no, I know, but like it doesn't. Like, like I don't. But that's, that's like not- saying you like the Flash because the Flash ends like all neat every season. I like yeah, they do. I, do. I do not like CW of any kind. <laughs> like it. It has nothing to do with that because it's not about whether what the show does. It's how they do it. I haven't watched like, any of that sh- that stuff. Well, since no, they no. For example, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones did not wrap everything up. Hell, the end of the first season of Game of Thrones had someone being executed and nothing had ended. Like it's if you do it well, they did. The reason why it fell apart was because they didn't do it well. They killed the wrong people, and then they stopped killing people. Realistically, like when it came time for someone to die in that show, in like season six, seven, other than Glenn, it was like. They're going to get a couple minutes to say their goodbyes. In the real world, not everybody gets to say goodbye. Yeah. Um, like they just, they lost their teeth after they killed Glenn. They became incredibly afraid to offend anyone. Oh, yeah. And no. that's what ruined that show. No, I know, I know. Um, from that point on, but like there was a lot of other, because after looking back, because I was a distinct, obviously, you guys remember from this podcast from years ago, I was a distinct component. I was like, oh, yeah, it's still great on season seven. But now I look back and I'm like, oh, my God. It got pretty bad. No, before. you were it, championing it all the way up to like last year, dude. Because <laughs> I was telling you it was Champing shit after. It. <laughs> I was like, it was shit after Glenn. 
and you were like, yeah, but the new characters, man, like Maggie's awesome. And I'm like, dude, Maggie was never awesome. They just tried to make her sound awesome. Um, but like, but actually, she was never back, like, awesome. After I thought, like, holy crap, it really got bad after season four. I'm like, wow, that's just like, oof. I was like, if I go over and go back, I'll just watch. I'll just read so, the comics. So that means he needs to watch like the 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 last three prequels or the last three of uh star wars like 500 more times and then he'll realize that they're not as good as they are anyway so <laughs> um but yeah no i like the fact like it ended off on a cliffhanger but not a cliffhanger where you go okay i'm not super like you have an idea of what's about to happen you have a pretty good idea like it's almost certain mm-hmm. but it's everything else that all the key storylines that were going on in the first season are closed new ones are open but they're only slight there was only a sliver of an opening of where it's going in multiple directions it's not going it, anywhere it show you like <laughs> and obviously i'm gonna i started reading the comic book now too the comic book's really good too uh i'm gonna obviously read that whole thing well but, it's kind of like what they did with uh what was that superhero show grim that got canceled I don't know what you're talking about. The the new one that got canceled on Netflix. Oh yeah, that show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they killed. Like, um, I forget. Oh, Jupiter. Yeah, Jupiter. Right, or Jupiter something. Jupiter rising or something. No, no, that's something different. But Jupiter ascending. I don't know. No, that's a different, completely <laughs> different. But uh, that was good, and then they, they, it was canceled when it was released. Oh. Um. I wonder if it was because of the COVID thing, because a lot of shows got this. No, happen- it people happened- were like upset about it for some oh, reason. That's weird. Jupiter um, Legacy. Jupiter's Legacy. Uh, no, no. The the reason why Jupiter's Legacy got canceled was because it was targeted out before it even got done as a um, white privilege TV show about white people saving the world, even though that's not what the show was about. I saw articles for almost a year about that. And unlike your show, Nate, I actually saw the numbers from Netflix, and it was the highest streamed show from them <laughs> all year. Up till it was Game. their best show. <laughs> Until Squid Games, it was the yeah. best show they had had all year, and it was still canceled. And you know that the canceling was uh, was someone in their little diversity pool bullshit, because they said they're doing another one based on the black girl that was a villain and the black guy that's a villain, because they feel those characters are more viable. So they canceled the Jupiter's Legacy so they could relaunch Jupiter's, Jupiter's Legacy as a story about two black villains. Yeah. Um, That's all you need to know about the canceling. But, um, yeah, that show, was, it doesn't matter. I don't care. Like, yeah. It, yeah. yeah. It, the, what, the thing about Cool at the end of the last three episodes, why the last man isn't scared to kill main characters? And there was no buildup to kill these characters either. It was like one person said something, the other person said something, boom, they were done. <laughs> Over. <laughs> Yeah, but again, again, and I, I hate to do this to you, Nate, but I got to point this out. They're not scared yet. But if you, the thing that's become a huge problem with modern <laughs> television is why I don't watch many TV shows is that these shows will fight. Well, they have no problem with killing people at the first season or even the second season. But once they know who their fan favorites are, they will rewrite the story and make sure that they don't do anything bad to these characters yeah. so that you eventually you know who's going to survive all the time because of how late like again i feel like the killing of glenn did this to all tv shows because when they killed him this is when people like mm-hmm. they stopped killing people that mattered yeah because of like 
the, the, the backlash on this shit. That's why you have, like, Game of Thrones ending with, with everybody alive and Arya saving the world, which we all know is not going to be the ending that he has no. in his goddamn book. Everybody dies, but that's a whole other discussion. Anyway. Because these people start listening to their fan bases, not understanding that they shouldn't be listening to the people bitching. They should just be writing a story and staying sticking to their guns. They have a story. Tell the goddamn story. Don't screw with it. Because that's when you, you screw everything up, basically. Yeah. So, Grim, let's get into this the final Wheel of Time trailer before the launch of the TV it show. It was terrible. Next. <laughs> um, we see, actually, so the biggest thing we got, actually, from this trailer from the other ones, like, so far, I've liked all the trailers. I didn't like the scene we got from Comic-Con. I didn't care for that. I think there was a lot of cinematic problems with that one. Um, but this trailer actually shows scenes from... The, what he got from a new spring uh showing that they are going to begin on the prequel book that came out after all they're not they're not you're wrong about that they're not going to begin on it they're just using it as fluff so that they can base the story more on moraine um, that's all it is yeah we obviously we see the what do you call it, when land gets uh binded to moraine and the reason obviously we know he's the reason why he's crying because he's feeling moraine's emotion literally <laughs> so. And she's super happy that she's taking over a show that had not that really had nothing to do with her, <laughs> and it's uh, making her cry. But we also obviously we get to see the one really cool thing because we get to see more scenes of Winter's Night, uh, and that's actually the name of the script of the first episode. So we know it happens in the first episode. Um, and we you get... you're pro you're pointing out to me why I'm going to hate this show because. You're pointing out all these things that didn't happen in the first book, and you're like, well, they're going to give us this, they're going to give us that. And I'm sitting there going, yeah, but I'm not getting the dramatic sequence with Rand and his father. And I'm probably not getting the dramatic sequence. Well, no, sequence we are, because we saw, about... what's his face? Uh, we I see that scene. You see, uh, what do you got? We saw in this trailer, we saw Narg, uh, the friggin' Trolloc that's actually somewhat more intelligent that comes busting through the door there. Uh, Dude, I'm not talking about the attack scene. Oh. You're, they're cutting out the the look. I like I said to you before. They're framing this as Moraine's story. That's what they're trying to do. I'm t maybe maybe it's a bait and switch because they don't want to piss people off. But Amazon knows its audience and it's a woke audience. They're trying to frame it as Moraine takes two young women under her wing and three boys follow along. That's well, what they're trying to do. So they cut the part at the beginning, which basically points to you to, to let you understand that Rand is the central character of the story, yeah. which is the whole point with him walking down the road with his, riding down mm. the road with his father. The, it, it's like pivotal for the start of the book. They cut that out. They're not showing you that. And instead, they're going to have the the first time they meet Moraine, they're all going to be inside this this tavern, which is what we've already saw. Yeah. So what they're doing is framing it as she's coming to save them. And she's the hero. And they're framing it as the they're probably gonna start the episode with that with that shit with Egwene and what's her name and her jumping off into the water. Yeah. Um and that's a frame that that is intentional but, because but, they want you to think that those two girls are the main characters and Moraine is the main character. Well, no, I think it is are, I think it is more of a bait and switch because I do not because obviously uh Robert Jordan's wife is a part of this production. She wouldn't it let... Dude, it doesn't matter if they're, who's a part of it. What if his wife loves the books, but always thought that he did wrong by not by having the three boys she, as the main character? She was the editor. She told him what to write. Literally. What if she, would, what if she was like, I... 
<laughs> what if he you you don't know they could have had a conversation he come in like i like uh, rand's the main character and maybe she maybe she disagreed but she went with it because it's his book and now she gets a chance to change it all i'm saying is every trailer has led me to believe as a reader of the book that they are backseating the main characters of the book um well obviously and we i'm hoping see. it's not true well, but that's what they're doing well we got to point out like she points out like basically says one of you five which basically means which um they, what do you call it, it loosely just means they're Traveran. um and i guess they're getting um they're changing one of the words which granted it's kind of for a good thing instead of them using it because one of the words used in the book a lot for uh the corruption is the taint <laughs> There's nothing wrong with the calling taint, it that. The Tate would be. I, you, I can see the memes already. Man. But you, I like how you skipped <laughs> right over the right over the fact that they rewrote the book and are claiming that one of the five. five. And, and, one of the yeah, five are. It's not be. one of the five. It's only one of the three. This is what I'm what I'm telling you when I say that they're. I I'm sorry if I sound like an asshole because I'm a huge fan of these books. Every trailer they've shown, not one of them has focused at all. On the three most important characters in the series. And that is disgusting to me. If you're going to release seven or eight trailers. They've released a couple of trailers dude. One of them could have the boys. As the main focus. Mm. One of them could start without Moraine being the fucking forefront of the goddamn trailer. No I know but like if. Like like if you like the. The eye of the world. The people that become the main characters and the main focus and the main heroes. Uh, the main characters well, in the first book. Well, no, no, but I mean, they're in a lot of retrospect, they're very whiny. Um, and Moraine is like kind of the hero-esque character up till the end. No, she's not. Matt and fucking and Rand spent half that book alone fighting their, their way through the world themselves. Well, Perrin is Perrin's actually the hero of that book. He's the first one to fight and kill someone. Well, that's because he's, he's the first one to... That's he's on his own journey and he comes across the white cloaks. Exactly. That's yeah. my fucking point, Nate. The book book splits after the beginning and Rand and Matt, Perrin um, and Egwene, and Tom is with um, the boys for a little bit. Yeah. And Moraine is a backdrop. They jump back to her a couple of times in each chapter, but yeah. they focus on the book. So I think I think after I think after the third episode though we're not going to see Moraine as much because that's I guarantee you that you're wrong. I will bet money on it because I've started I've done my research on the person they got for her. She is rough to work with and she argues with directors about how her character should be in forefront in a lot of shit. And you can look that up. So I'm watching these trails. I'm starting to worry that she argued into a position of being the lead character in at least the first season of a book that's not about her. Hmm. And again, I may sound pissy, and I'm sorry if I'm pissing people off with my arguments because we have these every week about these fucking these books, <laughs> these trailers. But I, it would be like if they took and made a Sailor Moon TV show, and they, <laughs> no, hear me out. They made a Sailor Moon TV show. It's all about the women, right? But they take and make three trailers, and they focus on Tuxedo Mask, and you start. To, <laughs> it starts yeah. to look like Tuxedo Mask is the lead character. Because yeah. it, it, maybe he's not, but it's a bait and switch. But like, even if they're just trying to trick people into watching it, fuck you for tricking people into watching it. Have confidence in the original books. Okay. Um, yeah. But like, for instance, I can, Grim, you can agree though. Moraine is like the one, well, besides when they're out on their own, well, Matt and him are on, what do you call it? Matt and Rand are on their own. They almost die a few times. So it's not, hey, well, then they're, he, they're then not he, like, a good idea, they're not exactly heroes right there. But again, this is the difference <laughs> between, like I said, if we were on the committee, we would be singled out and fired because we would have a smarter opinion yeah. because I would sit down and go, all right, 
I agree. Moraine's pretty pivotal at the beginning of the books. How about we do a trailer that focuses on her contribution, and then we do a trailer that focuses on the boys, since they're going to be part, their main part, they're the main part of the book too. And we would be shot down by the people who are like, no, strong women, we have to have the women at front. Which well, is why we have three trailers that are focusing only on them. And Rand looks like a, I mean, fucking, what's his name? Lan looks like a puppet. He was, he literally looks like a puppet. Yeah. He's just following her around like a dog. No, but in the books, he, in the books, he's more like her equal. She talks shit to him and he talks right back. Yeah, he's her equal, yeah. Um, but he doesn't seem like that in the books. He seems like a fucking bodyguard dog. In these fucking trailers. Um, so the one thing, like it's, it's, oof, that's way to phrase. You know what? I, I, I can give you. Sorry, just one last thing. I can give you the perfect example. If they made a Stormlight Archives move uh, series, right? Yeah. Nate. Yeah. And instead of having, they have three people in that that are main characters, right? Yeah. It's uh, Shalon, um, Kaladin, Kaladin, and what's the what's the other one? Oh, uh, and the one- and. Dollaran. Dollar, yeah, Dollar. Well, Dollar, right? Dollaran's a character. He's a point of view, but no, he he's one of the three main radiants. So he is one well, of the main characters. No, what I'm saying though, like we're talking about like book one. In all three books, he's he. Have yeah, you listen? Have you? Yeah, read no, all but, three? But, no, I know, but I'm saying like the first book. I like it wasn't until like the second book we realized like kind of you know what I mean like he really how important he is. No, no, the first book starts with Kaladin. Yeah, and then goes to Dalaran. Then yeah, goes I know. to Shalon. That's what then I'm saying. Goes the, back first to book, the first book, you the, don't the, realize. Wait, my point. My point is, those three are the main people in the books. Yeah, they focus on all three of them. Now, imagine if they did an Amazon show, and they didn't focus at all on Kaladin. They well, let's say they made let's say they made Dalaran black so that they wouldn't get offend, people offended, and then all the trailers focused on him and Shalon and just ignored Kaladin. As a fan, you'd be like, wait. All three of these characters are important. Why are you ignoring Kaladin? Mm. That's what they're doing here. They're ignoring the main characters to focus on only the ones they feel like they should focus on. Well, I would say, if, if anything, it is kind of a bait and switch because I think part of it wants to capture. If Brandon Sanderson has any kind of say of what's happening, they're going to try to capture the same thing in the book to where you don't. They're trying to keep it mysterious. Who are the Treviran? Who are these yeah. people? They're trying to keep it mysterious up until they get to the blight. Okay, well, I, I you know what? I can give you a very good thing. And this is a problem with modern TV shows because they think they know how to write strong women, but they ruin them. So from what we saw from that trailer is she tells all five of them that they might be Tolviran, right? Yes. And one of them is the, the Dragon, Dragon Reborn. Board. Okay. That one scene all automatically ruins I know. Nynaeve and Egwene because Nynaeve gets headstrong he goes out on her own to track down the group yeah like bravely and Egwene shows up when they're trying to leave and forces herself into the group because she wants to be in a, uh yeah an Aes Sedai both of those things give you a core understanding of what kind of characters and strengths they have they literally remove them so that they can have the the moment where the lady says all five of you might be special and that is surface they're like yeah, no, all the women would make the women are special too. And I'm like, bitch, no, they were you, already special. If you had just shot the scene the other way, people would be like, yeah, this character's got balls. You, you really didn't get the idea that Egwene or Nynaeve were that special up until like book two, like the middle of book but two. But you really. get, you, uh, it, so what you get from their characters is that, is that they're not the kind of people to be told that they're going to be left behind. Yeah. And you took that entire thing away by her automatically telling them that they're part of the group instead of them forcing their way in. 
which builds a part of their core character by them forcing their way in. Yeah. Like, Nynaeve chasing them down forces you to understand that Nynaeve can survive on her own, and she will survive on her own. She's a survivor. Yeah, she is. That's all gone now. People oh. who've never read the books will not know that Nynaeve, Nynaeve doesn't need magic to survive. She's the survivor on her own. Well, uh, just to end this conversation and move to the next topic, but I think we're going to see Nynaeve yeah, fight, asleep. I think we're going to see Nynaeve fight off Trollocs by herself, and that's what's going to show that kind of part of her character. But that will be worse, <laughs> because she's never been trained to fight, no, but I think that's just what, like I, they have. I think that's what we're going to see. What are you doing? <laughs> that's going to be so bad, because re- none of the boys fight off Trollocs in the books. They all run. Everybody runs away. I know. None of them fight anybody off except... Like now you're you're hindering Moraine and right, land right. because the book basically says that they fight off the, the invasion by themselves. Okay, well we're we have to move on so we don't spend too much time. No, your other tra- topics are shit. This is a good topic. <laughs> so anyway, so the when's your... it premiere by the way? Oh, in a week. Anyway, so the Great Outdoors, one of the breast little breast breast <laughs> the best uh, Tom, the camera off for a minute anyway one of the best Tom Hughes yeah John Hughes movies like written and obviously easily one of the best Dan Aykroyd and John Candy movies ever done uh right up there well Dan Aykroyd wasn't an Uncle Buck Uncle Buck was easily my favorite is my favorite John Candy movie uh anyway so The Great Outdoors was an absolutely great iconic film Canadian bacon dude I don't think I've ever seen it never seen I don't think it doesn't sound familiar it's it's wholesome family funny, but you love it because John Candy is oh, John fucking Candy. It was, one yeah. of the, it was like the best movie of 1988. Uh, I, <laughs> I won't say that. And I was like six. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was. Movies I, of 1988. I, I didn't see it until it came out in VHS, which was probably like a year and a half later. But mm. anyway, um, we rented it from the video store. So, but... <laughs> Absolutely iconic movie. Grave of Fireflies is better. That's 1988. <laughs> anyway, so. <laughs> uh, My name is Tortolo, Frank Roger Rabbit, Die Hard. Sorry, dude. Oh. <laughs> anyway, so after after many, many years, we are getting a sequel to The Great Outdoors called The it, uh, Dan Aykroyd is writing the script. He is reprising his role as uh, Ronan. So he's, he's coming back to acting. Yep. It's going to be his return, I guess, kind of thing to acting. Well, besides, he's, yeah, he's re- he reprising his role this month. Um, he's his character was kind of a con artist. He's kind of a jackass too. Uh, he's reprising that role. He's going to be supposed. Oh, to- so he's playing the guy from SNL where he's selling glass bags of shards of glass. Yeah, uh, kind of. Well, <laughs> you have to see the movie. You'll 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 know what I mean. Yeah, um, you have to put kind of, it on your thing. He's kind of rich. The, the- it is on my plaque. Oh, is it? Okay. Oh, I don't know if I can even watch it because I'm just going to feel bad that John Candy's not in it. I have like a bunch of John Hughes movies on my plaque. A ton of them. I said John Candy. No, I know John Hughes in general. I'm saying John Hughes is gone too. Unfortunately, he's not John Candy. <laughs> <laughs> he's a John. So he is uh, Ronan, the character that uh, Dan Aykroyd played. He's going to be playing the same character, except he's supposed to be running a Ponzi scheme <laughs> in the movie. The movie's going to be called The Great Outlaws. <clears throat> anyway, and right now Dan Aykroyd said he the. He's working, obviously, with a certain director, obviously. They're looking to fill the John Candy role. He would like to find an actor that looks like an older John Candy mm-hmm. or a stand-in that could play a comedic equal to his character, Ronan. No, uh, you know what he should do? So. You no, know, I tell you right now who he should get. Instead of look for an older version, 
just have a different character and just get Rick Moranis to come out of retirement. Rick Moranis is out of retirement. Then get Rick Moranis to just play. <laughs> Has like, that been proven yet? Yeah. Just What's get him to in? play like a, a nervous. Like, get just get Rick Moranis to play a nervous person who's getting pulled into the Ponzi scheme that he knows. And people who like John Candy will not be angry that he's being replaced with a Rick Moranis. And Rick Moranis can fill those shoes. He's easily as funny as John Candy. Yeah, yeah. That's all there is to it. At least that would be my dream, because I love like a Rick Moranis. Darth Helmet all the way. <laughs> um, no, but Rick Moranis is completely like he came out of that interview, like he said he's completely willing to come back to acting now. He's like he has nothing he Yeah, but then he got punched in the face in New York and I don't know if like his big reason he wanted his wife died, he wanted to raise his daughter. That was the big reason. Yeah, but they might have punched him into retirement again. That's the thing. Um so yeah. And obviously the big I'm not retired. And obviously everybody wants the big thing is, and that's still been hiatus forever, is Spaceballs too. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mel Brooks, a lot of people are thinking the reason why Mel Brooks hasn't done it, but has the script forever and still hasn't done any production, is because he oh, was waiting. For Rick, he was waiting for Rick Moranis to come out of retirement. And John, Candy I think it's also because dead. John Candy, dude. <laughs> it, like, well, that too. But Mel Brooks is keep on saying he does want to do it. Oh, so I don't. Know, I could be cool. So one of the most uh, iconic parts of like my childhood growing up, I'm Gr- Grimm's too. So I remember watching a lot of these movies with you. Uh, the the Brat Pack movies. I only like one of them. You only like one of them. Yeah, if you're talking about like Sixteen Candles, Sixteen and Candles, uh, Breakfast Pretty Club, in Pink Pretty and all that. Pink. No, I like. Um, why are they called Brat Pack? Because they all the same group people were in a lot of the same like all these same movies that John Hughes wrote. Oh, they're like the same like, actors. Yeah. Oh, kind of like how. I mean, look, let me take a look and I'll tell you what ones I like. The ghost shows uh, are on. Hmm? Your your the haunted shows there. The haunted shows. American Horror Story. Oh yeah 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 yeah. They're like all the same actors. Um, basically they got a lot of like, slightly older than teen actors that were really good and mm-hmm. just kept. Then John Hughes thought he fit these actors. Jesus that... Christ, he was terrible in the nineties, wasn't he? Who? Baby's Day Out, Dennis the Menace, Beethoven, <laughs> Curly Sue. Holy shit. Those were huge movies, though. No, they were terrible. <laughs> Dutch is the best movie from the 90s. <laughs> um, Dutch was great. Career Opportunities is okay because, goddamn, uh, Jennifer Connelly. Actually, before he passed, he was actually, he had a script. No one's actually seen it. Um, but he said on interviews, I guess, John Hughes, before he passed, he actually had a sequel written to The Breakfast Club. And he wanted to do the same characters like 20 years later. Was it about later. being suspended? No, twenty. <laughs> he wanted to do the characters like a follow-up to the characters like 20 years later as adults. Oh, one night in, pr- okay. in jail. Yeah. So. Let, let, me, let me rephrase because I like Uncle Buck, Dutch, The Great Outdoors, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. There's a good chunk. I just don't like the ones that had all the same people in it, which was Pretty in Pink and 16 Candles. I'm not a big fan of those. I like the breakfast club um i didn't know he did play in strange and automobiles and yeah just since we're talking about those and we're circling around dude man it talk about like john candy and john am i the only no i'm saying john candy am i the only one who doesn't who even today will watch that movie and get a little hurt at the part where he realizes that john candy's wife has been dead Oh yeah, and he no. goes. He, he goes back to the train station. He's like, my wife's been dead for years. See, because no. he just he's just been traveling and never goes home. Yeah, 
Um, and, and John Candy's so good at it that you feel fucking horrible for this guy. Well, this is this thing that a lot of classic comedy used to be able to do in like the 80s and early 90s. Have they, a heart. They had, Okay, they equally had enough comedy in there. It was really funny, but had a core storyline that was really deep. Weird science. Weird. Like, yeah, dude. Grim, have you looked on my Plex server? I have all these. I haven't looked yet at these, but <laughs> I'll probably these. check some out because me and Aaron like a lot of these movies too. Yeah. But like, yeah, man, even to this day, I get a little a little messed up when I watch planes, trains, and automobiles because it's super sad. It's like watching The Sixth Sense when it, it does the flashback and you're like, he said he hadn't been home in years. Yeah. He kept talking to his wife in the past tense and he, he carries around a picture of it and you're like, dude, this guy's what? Yeah. And he just, he just travels around the country and can't move on. That is so heartbreaking. And yeah. John Candy does it so well. Yeah, he does. That movie. That's why I'm really concerned about the... Uh, I don't think I've ever seen a, some kind of wonderful. That's why I'm really concerned about the remake of Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Yeah, I don't think anybody they get will do it. I think Will right? Smith because... can pull off the Steve Martin character, but... Uh, what's no, his... dude, because Steve Martin is not as over the top in, in, in his movies, and neither was John Candy. What we're going to get is one of these, oh, hell no, over-the-top fucking movies. <laughs> and there'll be absolutely no heart in them. And that's the problem. So, anyway, so. The, Nate knows I'm right. He just don't want to so, admit it. Anyway, <laughs> well, I originally said, like, me and Grim grew up, like, watching a lot of these Brat Pack movies. Um, and there's a book. Andrew uh, McCarthy actually wrote a book on the whole experience. And there's a documentary coming out, which is going to be pretty cool. So, I think Nate, that's going to uh, there's Just a document based on the book. Quick question: Did What's you up? did you get the la when the last sword's drawn? Yeah, it's on there. I also okay, have gonna, I have a I'm really good watch. movie that um, Tony Camper told me to put on there, uh, Sword of Doom, which is actually pretty good. I just saw that. If it's old, it's so, really can old. you try to find? Can you try to find Seven Samurai and the Samurai? Yeah, I'm. I've been trying to find a decent 4K version of it. I want the samurai and like Yojimbo or Yajimbo. I don't mm. remember the name of that. Like all of Kurokawa's movies, I want to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also, yeah, the uh, I also have the sword, and I always think it's like it's a Korean movie. Anyway, besides I'll that, I'll check them out. Anyway, <laughs> so it's, I don't think I like looking at this list. I don't think I've ever seen a, some kind of wonderful, and I'm not saying I'd like it, but that's another John Hughes movie I've never seen, and yeah, it's John not made in the eight nineties, and I'm not gonna watch nineties ones because they're all shit. But yeah, no, I'm trying to get like the entire collection from the 80s of John Hughes on there. The but yeah, Mr. Mom, I'll never watch that either. Oh, god, anyway, so I don't like Michael Keaton, never have, never will, except for throw mama from the train. Oh, geez. So, <laughs> the last thing we're getting is Retro World Expo, um, which we have the full schedule up there now, and everything that's happening, all the people that are going to be there, all that fun stuff. Um, I gotta know. jump out because you're doing this, dude, and I'm gonna go eat. and like they we got everything going up there so everything is revealed now so there are still tickets you can still go you can still buy a ticket go there um i think it's like a thing for five dollars off too yeah and um obviously there are restrictions for covid you have to be wearing a mask so that's the only restriction uh that you have to um i am not sure what connecticut's laws are i don't know if they require vaccine cards or not i have no idea i don't know what those laws are yeah i don't know i'm not don't live in connecticut so i don't know um, <laughs> so we'll just have to see. Um, but yeah, there is a number of panels, uh, going on, uh, which is going to be pretty cool. And, um, just a lot of people in general like that are going to be a lot of fun. Granted, um, 
I think there's one panel at the end of the first day that seemed really interesting. I don't remember where, what the retro gaming 21, 21. No, that wasn't it. Oh yeah. The gaming historian. That's it. The oh, secret history of Donkey Kong. Oh, that'd be fun. yeah. That was the one I was looking at. Cause we think we've gone to all his panels. They've all been yeah. really good. Yeah. They're always fun. So we'll probably plan to go to that one. If anything, at the very end, um, I'm still debating entering the guilty gear striva tournament. Oh, do it. We've never, you've never done any of them. Um, I just like, I wonder, cause I haven't had a lot of practice. Like, cause I've been doing other things. Obviously I was sick yesterday. Um, granted it's, it's like riding a bike, but that's a whole nother. Yeah. Uh, so, and obviously I have that new controller with me and stuff. So that's going to be a very interesting experience. If I do decide to enter, I'll definitely get some looks. Oh, Pat's panels actually on, does that day one or that day yeah. two? Yeah. Uh, two to three. Two to three. Okay. Um, so, and obviously I do plan to get some artwork. I add to my, I, I don't know, mobile game, my pocket. I don't know. I'll play Game Boy games and Game Boy Advance <laughs> games um, or Famicom games. Um, it's hard to say, but yeah, I got to take a picture of what I got. So, and obviously still trying to work out how we're going to film it and stuff. But yeah. Not. We haven't even talked about it. We always like to change it up a little bit. Uh, yeah, I think in general, um, uh, whether you guys agree in the chat, you guys can let us know. Uh, I think we, a good way to ex- try to film it is like, an exhibit like not exhibitor as a as a uh a patron t- yeah like we did at pax yeah um like i really liked how like granted our pax videos don't get a lot of views because we have a lot to compete with yeah a real lot to compete with but i really really liked how that video came out mm-hmm. um and it showed i think it showed a lot more what it was like to be at pax yeah yeah uh compared to our previous years I liked our previous year's videos, but I think it really showed like where it was like really to be there. Yeah, I do want to get a couple interviews in if we can with like I don't know Metal Jesus, and yes. stuff like that. But yeah. uh, other than that, yeah, definitely. Yeah, at the least Metal Jesus. <laughs> yeah, at the least Metal Jesus. Yeah. At the least Metal Jesus. Um, maybe an interview with like Justin and Kieran. Oh yeah, that's right. That, yeah, that's right. Um, but yeah. so I don't know. It's. Yeah, that's what. Uh, and granted, they're gonna have like some, I guess, live wrestling event or something. Yeah. I don't know. I just saw this NBA Jam tournament Genesis. Fuck. <laughs> it all plays the same. No, not the. It's because the controller. It, it it's so different because the turbo button is a button, not a R button, a bumper. Um, what if you use the six button access? Yeah, there's still no bumper. Oh, it's 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 just so different playing. It it really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you brought like um like they do sell like I know well eight bit dose sells controllers to connect to fucking anything. Well yeah. I yeah, think yeah. you could probably put together a combination of hooking up a uh, using a Super Nintendo on a Genesis. Yeah, they probably wouldn't let you do that though. They'd Why be wouldn't like, they? Because they're gonna be like, You use this controller and this is the controller you use. Usually people uh, tournaments aren't strict unless you're using a controller that's has built-in macros or something. <laughs> so that's the only way they really, or like for like we talked about on our reverse fighter uh, mm-hmm. uh, thing, unless it has an SO, doesn't have an SOCD cleaner in it. Yeah. yeah. Allowing you to pretty much cheat. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> um, but I don't know. I'm still debating if I'm going to enter that tournament, even if I can get some practice in. But my most concern right now is getting a, our next video up, uh, which will be uh, <clears throat> on a pretty awesome keyboard. So it is the, I guess, what I would call the end game gaming keyboard. <laughs> a lot of people are going to disagree with that, I'm sure. Uh, especially some people that have spent thousands of dollars on building keyboards, literally. In the keyboard, like what What more could you put in that <sighs> keyboard to make it more expensive? Or is that what they put in them? Um, well, obviously if I went and bought uh, Holy Pandas. Those are keys? The switches? Uh, switches. Uh -huh. um, and they're around, I want they say they were $40 for 24 switches. Oh yeah, that's right. Because they they don't have num they're just switches. Yep. Yeah, forty dollars twenty four. So I yeah, that was close to like a little over hundred dollars for enough switches for that thing. So that's the thing. And with this, even though those switches were cheap, I I, I thought they were fairly decent switches that actually came oh, yeah. with the Red Dragon. So I didn't think there was a need for it. And um, the keycaps are pretty. Di they're different. They're bigger. They're like they're like smooth. They're like thinner. Yeah. Well, they're flat. Yeah, they're a little bit more wide, it looked like. Yeah, they're just flat, mostly. Um, yeah, they're PBT. Oh, uh, yeah, they were flat. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. PBT keycaps. Um, they're not double shot or anything, so they won't wear out as much as fast. Um, and that's the other thing. A lot of people spend a lot of money on keycaps. Uh, like, if you actually get a hold of GMK keycaps, you're spending, like, a couple hundred dollars or more. Wow. On those. And then a lot of people get, like, you know what I mean? If you go the route, like eventually you get to this point, if you're a keyboard enthusiast, where you start buying key cult stuff. That's a thing? Key cult? Key cult is a brand. Okay. Uh, and their shit costs a lot of money and it sells out fast. I, I, wonder, I wonder what would happen if you like posted that on like Macari or something, that keyboard. Macari. Custom modded keyboard. Oh, I'm sure there's people, if you look on uh, Etsy and stuff, like, and, and, uh, oh yeah, Etsy too. Yeah, and on uh, like eBay and stuff, you still, you see custom keyboards for a fairly decent amount. Wow. Uh, and, you know, I'm sure I could sell it for a decent amount. How much profit? How much did you pay for it all together? Um, let's see, like thirty dollars for the keyboard, fifty dollars for the keycaps. Uh, the Crytox I don't really count because the, the Crytox was expensive, but I've used that for a lot of different builds. Mm -hmm. Um, you should put that in the video and be like a ching, cha ching, cha ching. Oh. <laughs> Cry, yeah, the Crytox is like yeah, that's it's fairly expensive, but I don't really count that. It's mostly so I would say on average, obviously in the paint too. Uh, but some people have just paint around their house they can mm -hmm. use. Um, paint's fairly expensive, only like three dollars a can. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's really not that bad. That keyboard might have costed at most a hundred bucks to build, maybe. Yeah. Um. At the most, I mean, that's if you factor in the cost of a soldering iron and everything else. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they don't include that stuff when you. No, but talk like, about how much? Um, but if you're going from scratch and have none of these tools. Yeah, it's of course that. Yeah, of course it's gonna cost a little bit more. It's gonna cost you a little more, yeah. but um. Yeah, so like a hundred bucks, and I turned I beyond upgraded that computer, that keyboard. Granted, that was a kind of a big upgrade for that keyboard, but I think the other one was actually a bigger upgrade. That other keyboard was literally seven bucks. Literally, oh yeah, well off Amazon, and yeah. um, it is like light years ahead of what it was. I just don't like granted, the round the, keys, but yeah, no, granted, cool. the only thing left on it is just the circuit board. <laughs> that is oh. it. That's the only thing left on that thing. Uh, you got a new case for it too. The only well, the, okay, the top plate is there. That's it. What about the bottom plate? The bottom is part of that case. I oh really tore that thing apart. Oh okay. <laughs> uh, most of that's gone, and the rest is leather. 
Oh, oh, that's right. That's right. So <laughs> I like dremeled the shit out of that thing. That's funny. The reason why is because it had such a bad rattle. I didn't want any of that crappy plastic just lying around. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, yeah. But I wait. I improve that keyboard. Waiting for you to retire all this shit and we have to get another bookshelf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but no, but no, but I plan to do a another build. I'm going to be ordering stuff for that. Uh, I'm going to be upgrading uh, Marie's uh, keyboard. So that'll be a whole other project. Hers doesn't have hot swap switches, though, but so it's going to take a while. Uh, I fucking hate that soldering. Ugh. Desoldering. Buy a new one. Or she just likes that. Desoldering. It doesn't matter. It'll be a different, different keyboard altogether. Desoldering 87 switches. Oh, God. <laughs> it takes forever. I'm just surprised that that $50 keyboard had hot swapple. Hot swap. Well, it had hot swapple. It's completely metal. Metal plate. Like, holy crap. Yeah, that's impressive. Um, The only thing that was a negative. Well, it's cheap, so it's not really a negative. Um, is that it didn't have USB-C detachable, which we easily put on there those little chip the breakout boards are like literally two bucks yeah it, that's it's just incredible. I ordered, like i ordered a pack of five of those things and that's like, a, what a 40 dollar keyboard 39 dollars. it's 25 oh it's 25 now I i'm up. gonna i, I want to get it's basically the same keyboard but the wireless one oh, okay for to put right here oh, okay yeah yeah but uh that's just it's still impressive that it's what the the, the quality yeah yeah it doesn't have usb-c and now it does. <laughs> it double, yeah, it does. Yeah, it's super easy to do. Um, and it doesn't have the hot swappable switches are not typical hot swappable switches. Most hot swappable switches you can actually repair or fix. Those you cannot. The ones it comes with? Yeah, the ones that are on that board are not fixable. Uh, if they break, you have to solder that to the board and destroy it. Oh, oh. Um, it's not fixable. And the fact if they break, it might actually ruin the traces. So, yeah, that's not <laughs> that's that's the only negative. It's a very it's a fairly cheap PCB. Mm-hmm. Um, and the components on the PCB are fairly cheap too. So costs, obviously there's cost cut somewhere. Other than that, it works great. It's one of these best keyboards. Like it's my current daily driver now. Um, granted I'm going to start getting a fucking shelf just for keyboards soon. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. three keyboards sitting around that I do nothing with. Um, but yeah, but retro World expo, it's going to be awesome. A couple more days. We'll be heading over there to Hartford over at the holiday Inn express. I, I got my email today saying, hey, we can't wait to see you. Blah, blah, blah. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we got that level, that place, which is actually not bad, free parking. I'm excited for walking into the, the convention and getting our Starbucks. <laughs> we get the Starbucks still, every... still there. <laughs> yeah, we always get Starbucks there. Yeah, yeah Starbucks there. Bumping into everybody. Yeah, it's going to be everybody there. Russ going to be there. Yeah. Are we sure about RGA or not yet? Or Paul, I say. I have no idea. I have no idea. RGA is just all of them, which we know all those not coming, but. Uh, no, he's not. No. Yeah, I haven't talked to him, so I uh, sent him a message. So, and then. be nice if he made an appearance just to say hi. What about Joe Granato? I don't think. I was hoping he would, but he would have his own panel if he was. Unless he's just going there. I don't think he would just go. I think he would. Yeah. Just to know. see. Send him a message, man. Just to see people. I think he would. <laughs> I think he would. Yeah, I don't know. Because <clears throat> he's, he's fairly close. He can't even just drive over there. Oh, he's, he's got a cool job now. <laughs> it yeah. Well, that's what it is. Anyway, <laughs> this has been the Talking Gaming and Tech podcast. We'll be back next week of a recap of Retro World Expo. Yep. And a video of Retro World Expo probably within the week after that because obviously... 
I returned back to work. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm on vacation. Yeah, I returned back to work after we get back. So, yeah. Did you get that changed so you can close that day? Uh, I haven't even looked. I think oh. I, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know what I am. So, but I'm something. Anyway. <laughs> You're something, all right. I'm something. But <laughs> <laughs> this has been Talking Gaming and Tech. We will be back next week, obviously. And obviously, go check out if you are not. If you do not have a podcast and you want to make a podcast, the best way to do it is Anchor. Anchor is easily the best host of podcasts. They're completely free. They're owned by Spotify. They push your podcast out to anywhere and everywhere. Um, and especially if you want to get your podcast out there, it's the best way to do it right away for free. They also set you up if you want to get paid by sponsors after you've reached a certain milestone. You can actually start doing that through Anchor as well. So. Go check them out. They're easily the best podcast hosts. We've been through a few, and we are sticking with Anchor, and we're not moving anytime soon. So go check them out if you want to start your own podcast. And remember to like this podcast on whatever platform you are using. And go like our YouTube, youtube.com slash Media, because we are just the shy away from 700, and we're just a smidge away from 1,000. So if you guys could head over there, we would really appreciate a like, comment, subscribe. That'd be great. Hit that bell. Don't forget about the bell. And we will see you next week. And for the latest and greatest in gaming and tech, Tech Prime Media. Yeah. I got it right that time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>